We Speak English Good has expanded to WSEG TV only on Twitch. Every Monday at 1 p.m. and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be going live and direct with guests. I have live looping, improvised music stuff and games prizes and more go to twitch.tv slash we speak english good and tune in also go to modedstudios.com m-o-d-e-d-s-t-u-d-i-o-s.com check out the latest and greatest from this fully embroidered patches and apparel online store actually the latest one is my favorite which is a maga hat with blm spray painted graffitied over it you gotta go check it out it's amazing i put it up on my facebook these hats are selling like hot cakes go check it out for yourself modedstudios.com now on with the show
trust in me and fall this well Sober from today's guest, The Spirit Machines, off their new album, Feel Again, which is available now on all streaming platforms and their website, spiritmachinesband.com. We're also going to be listening to another song called Watch It Burn at the end of the show, so stick around. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Pepper and Dave of The Spirit Machines. Now, The Spirit Machines are out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, they, I, I had such an enlightening and, and awesome conversation with these two, and I, I'm very excited to share with you. I love what these guys are doing, and I, I really don't know how to explain their music. It's like hard rock, but it's not like metal. And it's not like, you know, screaming and stuff. It's just, uh, it, I, I don't know. You heard yeah, it, that mashup of Zober, I, I, which I love, the cashmere sober mashup, which, which is awesome. Um, they, they're, they're going to talk about, it, but they actually get some recognition from Tool on that song. So uh, we'll talk about that in the show. But first, go to RainaMystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and check out what she's doing. She's on Twitch. She streams Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8 a.m., Saturdays, 8 p.m., Sundays, 8 p.m. I don't know. She changes all Eastern Standard Time. Go check her out. Twitch.tv slash RainaMystique.com. Go check out uh, WeSpeakEnglishGood.com. Go like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, all of them. Um, go, <laughs> oh my God, it's just, there's just too much to handle. Discord, there's a Discord. <laughs> but uh, you can like, subscribe, review. So subscribe on YouTube. You can subscribe on Apple iTunes. Well, I'm, I'm over here scratching my eye right now, like aggressively, so I'm kind of distracted from this whole pitch here. But <laughs> you can subscribe on Twitch and all those good things. You can um, you can review now. This one is important to me because this helps us get recognized in the algorithms of the podcasting universe. Um, 
it gets us more traction. So go leave a review on Apple iTunes. Anywhere you can leave a review, go do that. It helps. And we'll read them on air. You can also write the show at wespeakenglishgood at gmail.com. And I think that's everything. Okay, so we're going to hit the Spirit Machines and then we're going to be listening to their song, Watch It Burn. It's their latest single at the very end. So stick around for that. Um, go check out the Spirit Machines at the Spirit... Hold on, let me make sure I get this right because I don't want to send you to some weird website where there's <laughs> nonsense going on there. But let's see, it's uh, spiritmachinesband.com and it's S-P-I-R-I-T-M-A-C-H-I-N-E-S-B-A-N-D.com. Go check it out. You can get their, You can buy a hard copy of their new album there as well and uh, check out their video. I'll, I'll leave a link in the show notes where you can go to their album. You can go to their website. And they even have a new video out, which is a live performance of Zober. And I believe it's Watch It Burn. So go check them out. They're killing it. They're just absolutely killing it. And I and I couldn't be happier to present Pepper and Dave of Spirit Machine. Again, let's give a round of applause, everybody. Welcome Pepper and Dave to the podcast. Hey. We got we got fake fans out there, like digital screens projecting fans. We we, we do. Yeah, actually, we have several different clapping going on. Oh, international, international space baby. Oh, yeah, several sources of clapping going on. Um, people are, are are going nuts for spirit machines. Ooh. Dave Pepper, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Inter- Thanks for having us. Thanks dude. for having us. No problem. No problem. Doing our morning thing. International Space Bacon says uh, it says clap. So does Snooze Mew and Hate the Human Race also says clap as well. So dude, we're in good company. <laughs> You're in good company as well. Yes, you are. Mm. So I. Um, mm. Uh, you know, like I, uh, a lot of people talk shit about Salt Lake City. I know we're starting hot, but I personally have, as someone who's played there before, I, I, oh. fucking, I, I actually really enjoy Salt Lake City. What's the heat about Salt Lake? Yeah, what do people say about Salt Lake? That it's full of Mormons? Well, yeah, of course. There's Mormons and it has well, that. It is. You, it is. Well, yeah, and that's fine. And who cares if you're Mormon I mean, or is not? it? But, well, it's like, if you know a Mormon, then it's like, you know what you're in for, which is like pretty exactly. much just like any mall experience. <laughs> you know? Right. And, and you know, it, I, I think, I guess I'm coming from like um, that outsider's view of it where people just see okay. is like, hey, you know how people are. We don't understand what's happening. So you're different. No ah, we, it's a weird religion. It's, it's weird. Well, well, were you trying to part? Like, what did you do in Salt Lake? What, I'd like to know what your experience was. Oh, my experience was playing yeah. music for people who were very grateful for me to be there. Like, it was amazing. Yeah. I had a really good time. Um, I, it was the Royal, but I don't know if the Royal existed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Royal is, it's kind of like... Not not in the suburbs, but on like the outskirts. Right. But that's like a mainstay. So it's like if you were there, you were within you were within like I don't know, good good company people who do that's kind of like the rock and roll. That's kind of <laughs> like a bar that 
you know, it's not downtown. So the people who are going to it are like, you know, specifically going to, which means that maybe there was nobody there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just saying. That was our experience. No, no, um, well, there, there are like 10 people and they're like, they're, each one of them is worth 10 people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but, actually it was, it was a quite a, it was quite a crowd. It, it was cool. It was a, I was playing in a reggae band. And for whatever reason, oh, yeah. they have a good reggae oh. night there. So, oh yeah, you were there. Were probably lots of people there then. Yeah, it was for... really fun. Yeah, no, I, I had a good time. I played there twice, I believe. Jesus, I don't know. And then I think I played in Ogden. Have you ever heard of Ogden? Yeah, yeah. Ogden's our jam. That's like Ogden. where all of our fans yeah. are. I feel. Oh yeah. really? We play at the yeah. light, uh, the lighthouse. I don't know if that place still exists. What yeah. lighthouse That's, lounge? Yeah, that yeah. was my first. The first place that I, I played in an open open mic there oh right on there. hell yeah i love yeah. that play julie is the shit like she was mm -hmm. really good to us and uh it continues to be good to us well i'm sure yeah. she will be once things are opening up again but in any case no i don't know like are you guys uh uh, uh salt lake city natives so i'm a salt laker um salt laker. i pretty much grew up here but dave just moved here um two years ago and it's like it's like nobody knows about salt lake and then you get here and then you get stuck people get stuck here because it is nice it is it's nice yeah it's just like the winters there are just incredible like i mean just yeah. just because of the the scenery it is oh, yeah. and it's amazing. not cold yeah it yeah. doesn't get very cold it's pretty warm it's like coming from from massachusetts where it's like a tundra and, <laughs> and you like the cold doesn't like thaw until july like right. in you personally um yeah it, the it's beautiful here i don't know and salt lake city is is just like a it's a really easy place to, to live and make music there's no traffic no traffic yeah <laughs> and i i don't know like uh the 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 vibe I got there, and and of course when I went into it, I was I had that preconceived notion is like, all right, guys, we're going into Mormon country. <laughs> like, but our our the dry, uh, the singer of the uh, of the band I play with, he likes to drive, and then once he's oh. the driver, he likes to like uh, uh he likes to put on like rules. He's like, there's rules yeah. we gotta follow. And, yeah, like dad. Yeah, and yeah, like, exactly. I'm gonna car around. <laughs> and and he's like, dude, we're in Utah. Nobody can smoke weed until <laughs> until we're at the location because the cops can smell it. And I'm just like, dude, that's, oh, that's dude, real. that's real. That's real. That's real. Yeah. Oh person. Well, dude, in this state, not I don't think Ohio is like this, but no. uh, if you get pulled over and they smell weed, they can search your car. Just by That's, smelling it. Just oh, by yeah. the smell, which oh. which is, is federally illegal because the smell alone is not like you can't go to court and be like, I smelled it and I have no. evidence of the yeah. smell. Therefore, like, they were high. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. They're, they'll fuck with you. Uh, the police... I'm sorry if I said that word, but oh, but, you can uh, fucking say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> that's why. That's why there was, uh, you know, in the the day of unrest, like definitely some police cars got flipped and on fire, and everyone was like in Salt Lake, and I was just like, <laughs> the, people, the police fuck with everyone. If you look like you're not Mormon, they're on your ass for yeah. sure. And that, that's like the <laughs> something that galvanizes the city and the music scene here is like yeah. everybody's been cast out, you know, like put on the outside. Whereas like mm -hmm. back home. Not all the musicians have been like cast out by their family. Some of them are like embraced by it. So there's just like this raw energy yeah. that music yeah. really facilitates in the city. And it's it's weird to not be a be that. Like I didn't grow up that way, but um to create with these people that deal with that is uh 
is cool and then also hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why we chose. I mean, I really like the song "Sober" for the video. Just like getting into that because people really like Tool out here. They really like metal. It's because they're just like angry. Yeah, repressed, angry yeah. shit going on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, and the tool actually, um, hate the human race was one. He really liked the your your uh, your setting, your backdrop. Uh, what where where where'd you guys shoot that? Oh yeah, that's in um, I think Preston, Idaho, and it's at a location. Wait, which is where Napoleon Dynamite was shot? <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, that's those are our, also our our people. Idaho is Utah's hat, in case you didn't know. Okay, okay. Um, but I'm just kidding. It's like. It's like it's like Canada. It's it's kind of the wild west out here. Um, in that you know we have the Salt Lake Valley, and that's very urban. Mm -hmm. And then it's just a wasteland essentially. And so, it's up in Idaho um, at a defunct sugar mill, sugar beet mill. Yeah. Um, we we used to produce a lot of sugar beets in this region. Let's say. So everything's called like sugar something. Ah. Yeah, lots of sweet. Mormons love that's part of the Mormon culture is just like jello, rice krispie treats, licorice, just like candy up the wazoo up here. So, so is there a lot of obese Mormons? Is that what I'm gathering? Or um it's like they're really thin actually and like pretty. And then oh. they get married and have like eight kids. So <laughs> I uh, see. I don't know. I don't know. It's no, no. Uh there's but but yeah, we uh one of my childhood friends, he's a drummer and does, he was doing these videos called Behind the Kit. Mm -hmm. um, you can find him on, on YouTube, Casey Frederick, Behind the Kit. And he, he was just filming these awesome drum videos, you know, in different, in the salt flats, there's lots of cool scenery and um, was getting good at that. And so our, our drummer is like, like, I, I don't know, he's, he's a focus of the band. And so I was like, dude, we definitely need to get him to do this, um, this video. And it was right as the pandemic was like closing down. There were questions if we should even go and do it on that day, but I was just like, yeah, because no one knew at that moment. Like, we, yeah, we all thought if you spoke to someone, you'd get the virus. Yeah, in Preston, it's just like we're going to no man's. They have guns up there. Everybody here was locking down and buying guns. Yeah, you know, because we're preppers yeah. here. And people were so people were excited. They're like, the world's <laughs> over. Good. Told Fucking you. Good. Told you. <laughs> Our our downstairs neighbors are like, "What's your bug out bag look like?" We bought guns at Galley at the pawn shop, um, but it, but anyway, it's, we didn't buy guns. We didn't. They, we don't they have bought guns. guns. They bought guns, though. and I was like, "We're we're in your group, right?" But but anyway, uh, so but I was just like, "We got to go film this video, guys," because you know I really wanted Casey to do it, and and he's like a young son, so I know he'd just be like. Um, but, but yeah, we went up there and the weather was perfect. It was it was an amazing day. People were really annoyed with the song. They were people, there was a big uh, loud play something else because <laughs> because people from all around in the that community they came out to kind of see what was going on. Oh, cool! And because it's not, it's just a ruin. There's right. lots of industrial ruins it's, around. It's like it's like where every high schooler probably from like the ten mile radius. <laughs> goes to party yeah. there's like there's like if you look at the walls in the video there's a bunch of random stuff oh, including yeah. some political messaging which we do not necessarily stand by but oh, yeah. it was just there yeah. um but there's like sex spots you know like written in graffiti <laughs> and that we i think i counted up to like i think 16 16 sex spots, sex spots yeah <laughs> there's lots of toilets that have been like shot there's lots of shooting uh <laughs> 
that happens. There, there are lots of bullet shells. It's like where a horror movie ends. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yes, that makes sense. That little yeah. town that's not really on the map that just sort of was abandoned, long forgotten in the hills. Of but it, like then you and like a family takes you into their home, but they're actually like serial killers, <laughs> and, and they 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 r- chase you to this defunct sugar right. beet world. And where they finally where, where the rest of the town comes and gathers yeah. to, to watch yeah. the ritual take place. Exactly. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go watch this movie. <laughs> it's funny because actually I don't know if it was a Sunday, but so people were coming out and kind of like checking us out. And I think people just go to the ruin to take pictures. And so there were some people in some like nice clothes, lots of families, and like they're they're like Sunday best and <laughs> just like taking photos and I don't know. That's it's how so they. Weird. That's also how they would be dressed when they came for the ritual killing as well. Yeah, I they're know. Sunday oh. best. They're like, we thought we heard the signal. No. Oh, oh. Okay. We'll go back. We'll go back into our, our, um, in our other. If you look, there's probably a video. We made a follow-up video to that called "Watch It Burn" that we also did with Casey, and we it was actually like an active gun range oh, wow. um, in Grantsville, and during the daytime, we couldn't use a lot of the footage because you could see we were just on edge because there's like yeah, pop, pop. 20, yeah, 20 like AR-15s just like shooting everywhere. And, you know, I'm like the only black person in the vicinity. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all yeah, right. They're really nice. They're, they're all really nice, but. Yeah. No, it, it's a, it's, it, no, the, the, the being around guns thing is weird because I just recently started shooting guns. And by the way, that's why I hate the human race like that location because it looked like a ritualistic uh, slaughtered house. So that's why I hate the human race liked it. So you got a fan. It's, it's, uh, it's like that. We kill the Gentiles. Yeah. <laughs> that's our policy. It's policy. It's, go around, go it's written into law. Um, no, the, the I just recently got into into shooting guns and stuff, and and it was maybe it was before it was before the pandemic hit. I just started getting interested into it, but there is something weird if you're not if you hadn't grown up around that hearing like big guns exploding like just randomly, it, it's disconcerting. Like I <laughs> thought I would like shooting guns, but like I found that I don't really care for it, and I and mostly oh. it's because. At random times, people are fucking just. It just it it's a you know like I said it's just you gave it up. Um, no, I'll probably still go do it only because I'm you know I'm weird about this whole pandemic thing, (laughs) but uh, because I do want to know how to shoot a gun and I do think it's like why not why not learn how to do that? It's it's not a bad thing. I don't have any you know shitty plans with it. Just. I'll just have a gun, which my wife won't let me do that anyways, but <laughs> it's not it a is- bad skill to have, all right? It's not a bad skill to have when the world is is going to shit. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. But so you oh, guys. Yeah. You-, you would totally be a survivor in like a, uh, you know, like a zombie movie. Like you'd be a good character. <laughs> For like. I'd be a better zombie, you know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> like, ah, like hair, you know? I just, I just don't know if that's an accurate assessment. Just because I am not, I am not one for confrontation. That's not, perfect. Not for <laughs> physical confrontation. I will, I will confront verbal, like verbal confrontations. Okay, but as soon as it goes physical, it's like. So I try not to run my mouth too much anymore, because <laughs> I used to run my mouth a lot more. But then you get punched a few times, you quit drinking, you figure things out real quick. So, 
Yeah. Oh, that's real. That's, that's real. real. That's real shit. <laughs> I had to learn the hard way. But so would you guys, uh, that video, I, you guys haven't released that video yet. I, I noticed it was still, because you sent it to me, but I didn't want to show it because it, it wasn't. Released. I think that, that was just a version. It's it's definitely out. That was like oh, another something. Okay. Yeah. I got um, it. It exists. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Watch It Burn video, we were scrambling to follow something up. So because people thought that we were just like some weird cover band and yeah. It's funny because Zobra came about because Dave hates doing covers actually. And so <laughs> it was a compromise to get a cover into our set uh, of something that people were gonna like and that we'd enjoy playing and didn't go on forever. And yeah, that's really the thing is I feel like when you cover a song, people like you do a verse, you do a chorus, and it's like awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Unless like the second verse is iconic, which is generally not. Usually the first verse is the one. Right. So. I don't know. I like whole songs. It was tough for me because, you know, Cashmere is an amazing song. Yeah. So it's just like, and it's, you know, both songs are just so intricate. But but at the same time, like we're, you know, we were cutting our teeth playing just any old gig, really. And we're really loud and intense. And people would invite us because we'd look you know, goofy, and then we get on stage and just rock really hard, and then after about 30 minutes, people would be like, okay, 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 you got, you got one more song. That happened at the Royal, actually. They, they're like, you have three minutes, and we only have one song that's three minutes long, and it's a very intense thrash song called Break <laughs> Cake. <laughs> sure, let me, well, okay, let's do three minutes then. We well, got you. So, so that was what it was designed for, is like, um, you know, to, to be like, no, 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 let us stay. Like, we'll be good. We'll be a good cover band. We'll, <laughs> we'll entertain, we promise. Uh, mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I see what you're saying. It's sort of like a, a nice cross ground where people can sort of relate still and still be like, oh, okay, I see where these guys are coming from. Maybe loosen the heart a bit before yes. you really smash and ground and pound. Which yeah, I like, I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Watch it burns. Um, a fun track, and so it was good to get it out there to be like, this is our, this is our single. Um, um, but I don't, I don't know if you want to say anything about that. It's just we'll go watch. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can watch it. Well, maybe we'll watch it at the end of the interview or something, just to, so everybody. Can. Yeah. Um, the. Well, I was just curious a little bit about the how you went about deconstructing the songs. Like, how do you, how did you go about like taking, you know, because like you said, there's there's parts that are iconic about each oh, song, and yes. how so how did you guys find that compromise? Because I'm sure that that was that wasn't easy, unless it was. I mean, I guess I'm well, not sure about anything. No, we we definitely thought about it a lot. Um, we had like first we looked it up to see if anybody had done it because mm. Dave was incredulous. I was pushing the idea, and I was like, we have to do this, and and we looked up and saw that people had just done that, taken one verse. We, there was like one band that he knew, took one verse and then played the other song, one verse, the other song, and that was it. Hmm. And, but I, but I kind of, um, it, it was tough because we were cutting out so much of Cashmere, which was like, like cutting pieces of me. Like, I really like the part of Cashmere that, that where he's describing the wasteland. Yeah. He's like, all I see is turned to brown, you know, because yeah. we're Utah, we're preppers, we're ready. We're, <laughs> we're, we're like Mad Max, we've right. got the pre-saved. That Hell track, yeah. um, but but anyway, and so I was like, what if instead of picking and choosing which cashmere lyrics, I put the tool kind of lyrics in there because he tells a really great story of like people just judging and which is I think what people like about about that song is just like feeling judged by like 
mom and dad and your bishop and being like, no. Yeah. And so so I kind of wrote that into the cashmere verse just just for just for fun. I I actually like like had both songs of the lyrics and like highlighted them in different colors for, yeah. for him. He didn't he's like, I don't want to read the lyrics. Like I just want to know. So Dave actually cut the parts down and um I don't know. I think I think when we got to that first chorus of going into sober, it just felt right. Yeah. It just there's just so many experiences that I think everyone in this country or to a certain age limit has had with I'm gonna say three of these songs because there's Puff Daddy. <laughs> Oh yeah. oh yeah that was it that we and, that was in the song originally and like that came, that was that was a really big moment for i know it wasn't like it doesn't seem that way but like when puff daddy and jimmy page share a track mm -hmm. that is maybe not like a good thing but it it is something that happened no but but it was like it did signify like uh, like an acceptance of like of all this like different genres and these two different genres and, and same way with Aerosmith and Run DMC yeah. right like but the thing is with, with with like Run DMC and Aerosmith like i don't know that's just like a good song uh, like, <laughs> i love it. No, By no, the but way, I was like, oh, specifically that song is very good. It's a but good song, but the, okay, I give it. It's bad, but it's like, but everybody in culture, in, in, in American culture has like, just, it, it made Cashmere so popular. Right. Is really what I'm saying. Mm. That's true. Um, You're right. It brought it back, it brought it back into the zeitgeist of popular culture. Yeah, yeah. People didn't even know that's what was happening. Because yeah. uh, like, nobody would be like, this Puff Daddy track is fire. <laughs> Unless you really like Godzilla. But like, in, I the, do. in the Puff Daddy track, <laughs> they, they do do the walk down. Like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. they don't have to do that. Right. It, like, and I, th I don't know, like, there's just, I, there's certain things that we had to put in. Right. Uh, and I think they just all felt like, it's like, if you don't, it, it's like making a dish, like a food dish, and you have all these, these ingredients, you have to put them in, but they have to be tastefully done. Right. We tried to do that. And yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, it was definitely, there were lots of conversations. The timing changed mm. a little bit because Dave did the stitching, just, he, he's a great songwriter, just arranging songs. And we kind of arranged it that way, but Mike also had very specific things because Mike, Mike, like, is the sort of drummer he really wants to to nail that feel, and it's tough because he's like, "How can I simplify? I'm not obviously not going to do all this stuff." And so, especially in the the sort of transition, the trust me's, we 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 worked pretty hard on nailing that. And well, on, on like a musical level, the thing that that combines the two is that one is in three four or like like six eight or something it's mm -hmm. in like a, a three time right um like one two three one two three yeah and that's like john bonham keeps it on four that's and that that thing that bonham did is what makes us turn it over into sober but the thing is is like sober is in four right so we have we have to play cashmere in in four so instead of like one two three one two three yeah one two three it goes one two three four one two three four yeah one two three four and like it so we're we're constantly trying to like f like meld these times that really are not supposed yeah. to be together mm. and i think that that's that was that is the hardest part of playing those two songs together because like john bonham all like he does it he brings it to like a four four time but like 
he doesn't then put another song that's in four four <laughs> over it. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially one that's so intricate and Maynard. You know, I was trying to I was trying to decide which was harder to because you know vocally it's it's pretty ballsy and we get a lot of hate as we should for just like I can't believe that you tried to like sing two of the best and right. blah. And Maynard, I think, is actually even more technical than Robert Plant, especially because his, his timing on Sober is, and it's and it's tough because I love that song and it's just, I'm, I'm, I have an audiographic memory. And so me, it's like, that's that's how it sounds. And so to sing it a little differently is to get it into the the new kind of timing. Because well, we're playing it tough. differently. That's yeah. what, what I'm saying is like, like the, even the way that Tool plays Sober, we compromise that. Um, you know, both of the songs are not played how they're played, right? Um, like timing wise, which which is fun because it really because when when the moment we had this aha moment because he played the licks over each other and we just looked at each other and I was like, people are gonna love to hate this, like I because you know the Tool fans they're they're here. We have a big metal, big yeah. precision metal scene here, and I was like, they are gonna hate everything about this, and they did. They really <laughs> did. The, the first time I saw it on the Tool page, it took me about like 40 minutes to really even look. I just saw a screenshot and then I was like, I can't. And then I looked and it was just 14 pages of just the word no. Oh my God. <laughs> on the tool's, tool's Instagram. And I'm just sitting here like my temper, my temperature is just going through the roof. I was just like, I can't. Because I knew it would happen. I was like, people are going to hate this. It wasn't just no, but there's we definitely mm -hmm. have dealt with a, a lot of criticism. Right, because with... because I don't think people know, anybody watching doesn't know, is that uh, Adam, mm -hmm. the, uh, the guitarist from Tool, he happened to see this and they actually shared it to their Instagram or did they share yeah. everywhere or just well, it was just I think what they don't know is that not only are we real people but we're like a real band that that like doesn't just we don't just go into bars and play covers. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's like not well well I thought at first that he did it just to troll everybody because it's like oh. you know to, first of all they don't they don't share anything, no. you know, because I didn't but then we saw later that he had messaged us and said he's like this made my day. And I was just like, only in COVID times would you be so bored as to see our our five hundred dollar video, <laughs> <laughs> which is doing great, and 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 that's all you needed, really. But I mean, to at least get the 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 nod from from the man himself, I'm sure that's enough. But then, I, I'm, it's just like I'm, I've never felt that that I've never experienced that on a huge level like that where you go to the comics comment sections and it's nothing but like hatred like venomous hatred i've oh, had very like little experience with that so i'm just curious like you were saying your temperature was rising and stuff i mean well, like what, well so what? it was designed that way you know um mike mike he's an internet marketer he's actually um you know he moved, he lived in china doing some a lot of like business and marketing and he actually like won some sort of like national award for marketing dildos of all things. <laughs> he'd, been, he'd been focused on doing a viral video and we'd had a lot of conversations on what it took to make a video go viral. And oh. it's controversy, you know, people can't just like it. Mm. They also have to, cause if you don't like something, then you're coming back to tell your friends about it. So right. it was kind of like a tongue in cheek. Um, you know, I knew that, that it was going to be, be like that, but I didn't work realize it would work so well because people do really like it too that's the other thing and they're just like you got to check this out or yeah well it's a, um, the people that like it they like listen to us and they listen yeah. to our record so like that's really the marketing part yeah. of it, is it, yeah. it just opens the door to to this record that we made last year 
Yeah. And mm-hmm. people are buying and, it. It's crazy. Yeah. As far as the hate goes, it's like, like, like you said, that's like, like our whole lives and, um, you know, tool, tool fans, especially they get it, the, that sort of hatred and, and bitterness. It becomes like the playground, mm. you know, that's like corn, all, all those bands, you know, yeah. all the, all that feeling. And so, so it doesn't really bother me. Um, though I don't look at the comments and they deal with it. I like just don't engage <laughs> in, in that but is is uh is that something that you would find yourself like arguing over with people with or is it just something that just it's because it, it affects you so negatively um no it's most i don't i don't like like just messaging i'm not very tech savvy so gotcha. it's like using facebook it took me forever to figure out where the messages were on like the facebook music page <laughs> okay. so i don't do any of that but but also i i like i know you know like i know that that I know where I'm at and it's just like, I don't really like need other people's input on that. Cause, cause we're not doing it to be liked. We're just doing it cause we have emotions. And yeah. if we don't <laughs> sing, then we'll definitely scream and start burning shit. You right. Know? Yeah. So yeah, no, I mean, it's that, I mean, like <laughs> you're absolutely right. And I think a good uh, representation of that is what's happening in America or around the world right now is like, <laughs> it's, it's exactly that you got to get <laughs> it out. Or else it comes well, out in fire and brimstone. Well, people are starting to feel again to yes. wake up. Uh, you know, all their our opiates are gone. Sports, yeah. uh, hanging out. Uh, it was really tough to get weed for a minute here because oh, everybody bummer. was like, you know, not going out. Um, you know, people they got riled, and I was worried because before people were not into our vibe at all. Our record's pretty intense and dark mm-hmm. at moments, and playing it live people were getting really turned off they're like i'm just trying to chill and now now that the world's like really shit's hitting the fan i think that it's resonating with people more so yeah that's kind of exciting yeah (laughs) our reality well i i i I don't know man because i feel like ohio and utah have sort of similar things going on where there's a lot of just repressed angry (laughs) You know, like for us, we get like you know. Dude, that's America. That's not right, just Ohio right. But but oh, hold on, hold on. But but you go out into the West Coast, you go to Southern yeah. California. People are just oh, walking yeah. around, fucking in bikinis, yeah. just living their yeah. life. But there's parts of California of that are like that. Of course, like, I'm not. I'm not trying to make any sweeping generalizations but, here. But, I'm just are saying. Are you guys in the Rust Belt? I'm sorry. Are you guys in the Rust Belt? Yeah, that's yes. Ohio is considered yeah. the Rust Belt. Yeah. Yes. See, it's yeah. like. I'm about 40 minutes south of Detroit. So, yeah, um, yeah we, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. And, and we, we've dealt with a lot, like, we have ruins, lots of ruins too. We have lots of, like, just empty, big places where they used to manufacture cars, you know, lots yeah. of, lots of just businesses that left to go, you know, to Mexico and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, anger and, 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 and metal has always been a big part of it and tools yeah. are pretty big here too and i mean i was fucking i was love i love metal when i was in high school that was my shit i was pantera and fucking corn <laughs> and all that shit you know yeah. and, and fucking metallica like i just run jumping around my room but i do think that in certain parts of the country a lot of um there are hotbeds of anger that exist that don't yeah. exist in other parts of the country i think that's what i was trying to say uh, oh because because yeah. yeah you're right america is pissed off but like you go to like san diego where i lived for like 13 oh. years the oh yeah that's 
That's what I was going to say. We, cause we went and played a show there. Cause we were looking at moving there and yeah. we got there and everyone was so happy. I was yeah. just like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like, reggae vibes, man. <laughs> it's reggae tropical vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so there are places on earth where it's like there, the attitude mm-hmm. is way different than from what is in the middle of the country. You know what I mean? And, and so I don't know. I, I, all I was saying is that I see a lot of similarities in this whole. We just, we speak to those people yeah like, yeah, like yeah. Our, our, our fans that have come from this this uh this video and like have listened to our record and buy it and we talk to uh they are people in the middle of this country that like are going through it more than anybody right now yes. uh, it seems at least because i talk to them and like you know life here in salt lake is is pretty fine especially like mm. in comparison to um it, like back home or you know, just I'm sure I don't know what these places are like in the middle of the country, but you know, well, everyone's shutting down. Right, everyone yeah. is. Hey, what's up, low key? Thanks for stopping by. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it, it's a crazy time. It's tumultuous. What is that? Oh, watch it burn. Oh That's yeah, this for the is new... our this is our our lead shirt for hey. people who just like want to light it on fire. So watch it burn 2020. <laughs> watch it burn 2020. <laughs> We're just here to be the soundtrack to everything burning, folks. Um, oh, dude, yeah. Please, what, what were you gonna say? Oh, yeah, the fire, the fire smoke right now is so intense here. Yesterday, um, the the moon looked blood red because Whoa. of the the smoke in front of it. It, it was, was like a fluorescent, a fluorescent, like red moon, wow, like pink to it. It was it, crazy. Yeah, the sun was crazy. So is Utah on fire right now? Is that what's happening? Um, We're getting the pollution from California. And we, the the valley here keeps pollution Mm -hmm. in a way that it's just like, um, it just holds it. Right. Um, It's called an inversion. It happens crazier in the winter, but um, no matter what, like the cold air from above pushes the hot air down and keeps the pollution in the valley. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we'll send you a picture but yeah that's sure. it but it's it's just kind of crazy because it's it just feels very like apocalyptic sometimes it does it does um well i mean especially for you guys especially when the moon's red and the fucking world's <laughs> on fire and fucking you know people resonated with metal right now it's like yeah it's uh, oh yeah it's, they have they have guns it's it's funny the gun culture here just returning to that because you know i grew up with guns i took a, a pistol marksmanship class in college because we have a gun range on campus oh, wow. you can have a gun just on campus as long as it's not loaded um and it's just it's just funny to to right now people are really like talking about those things and oh i I don't know we'll see we'll see where we're at in a couple of years right i was worried mormons would expel us from the valley they the mormons are going to outlast because they have a very interconnected you know um, system of caches of food mm. and supplies and oh and they're the ones who are the the big preppers right yeah they're the ones yeah. who are go deep into it oh yeah they have well in their their religion it's like you have to have a cache of oh food i didn't know stuff. that oh yes yeah. so it's like every single person has like a garage full of like tab <laughs> cans of shasta it's like magical <laughs> underwear and tab that is amazing <laughs> <laughs> i love that <laughs> The, the, the yes threes you know just <laughs> is there a, is there a reason for that that you're aware of um well they the whole latter day part of their latter day saintsness is that they believe that the end really is coming soon oh. um 
and that they have to be prepared. And uh, but but it was actually really funny because we had an earthquake like r right in the deep of the insanity of COVID. We wow. had this m massive like it's like a five point. It was like five point something yeah it scared scared the shit out of us yeah because well, i don't like earthquakes. <laughs> <laughs> fuck an earthquake yeah. but the only damage was it knocked the horn from their lead angel on top of the the temples it knocked the horn down and i was just like everyone's gonna lose their shit like this is a sign for god god is angry <laughs> the gays why did you do this to us gays <laughs> exactly i laughed so hard when i saw that because I was like, did anything get destroyed? And it was just, it was just the dude's horn. His name is Moroni. I, <laughs> I don't like want to hate on them, but they, they named him that. So the, the, like, the, that's his anyway, burden to that's bear. What's going on here. <laughs> so people are getting ready. <laughs> well, I love that. I mean, I really have out of since the beginning of this pandemic, it's been really, really interesting to talk to people all over the world and how that in their region have been reacting to this. And of course, uh, fucking Utah does not disappoint. Oh man, that is well, end of days. Utah's. I don't know what it's like in Ohio. Uh, it's. I talk to Boston a lot, and Boston's on like utter shutdown. Hmm. But here, man, it's it's pretty open. Um, <laughs> Do you have yeah. to wear masks? Like you have to wear masks okay. for sure. But like, I mean, bars are open. Oh wow. Um, What's up, northbound? You know, pe people try to like stay outside, like like outdoor seating but mm -hmm. that, that's i don't know there's definitely a lot of uh non-believers in utah yeah there's a lot of non-believers here in ohio too <laughs> here in ohio they 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 don't trust the government um yeah which which rightfully so i mean it just seems yeah. like they are full of shit every every turn you know yeah. what i mean so th this one thing i've been thinking about a lot is just how there's no there's no basis for truth to stand on anymore because everyone is full of fucking shit. <laughs> everyone, our fucking president, our fucking news media, fucking, uh, you know, people in the streets can be full of shit. I mean, you just don't know. I'm serious. Like, I, you, I yeah. just don't know who to believe. And I don't know. Like, so I just feel like whoever is making the most noise is going to win and, mm -hmm. and, and right or wrong. And I just sort of feel like we've gotten to this point where fucking... You know, like everyone's just trying to get their narrative through and, and, at any yep. cost. Yeah. And 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 how can you fight against tyranny or how can you fight against <laughs> bullshit if if everyone's full of shit? It's like <laughs> it's whoever you know whoever's putting on the biggest spectacle is 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 the winner. So I I don't know. It, it's a really weird time to yeah. to be. I mean, just, well, we just don't really know, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Nobody knows what's going to happen. And, you know, it's been a big, um, you know, I think debate within our band of like, well, how are we handling this? Like, what are we doing? You see people doing like benefit shows for different things and using whatever. And, you know, we have a band agreement to just like focus on creating rock and roll so that people can connect and, <laughs> and escapism just escapism and just, we have a whole yeah. song about that called portland <laughs> <laughs> it's about people salt lakers love to move to portland like moving's gonna well it it, it seems like the, that seems like a natural move right like if you get yeah. outcast from utah <laughs> you fucking make your way to portland that's full of all the outcasts in america yeah but, <laughs> but then they, but then they get there and find out that that you know they're full of shit too. Yeah, yeah, because you're gonna be cast out of their 
little circle too. Yeah. If you don't say the right words, if you don't act the right right way, if you're not doing it the right, you know, they have their yeah. own thing yeah. going on. So it, yeah, and it's it's just like especially for for Utahns, like the schools aren't great here, and I think mm-hmm. that's one of the contributes to this attitude of like nobody knows anything because because we really haven't been like taught how to like read actual books or to you know you, you'd go to high school we have the worst schools this is real um you go to high school and you're just watching lord of the rings you know and i literally i walked into this english class because i was allowed to just like be wherever you know and it's like what are you guys doing today and they're like oh the teacher was just like i'm putting on lord of the rings they're not gonna read it so <laughs> and i'm not gonna <laughs> but, any, but anyway like people they don't we don't really know and we're just kind of like taught these things and i think as people are coming away from the church that was what they knew and now they're disillusioned and they they really i see a lot of people cling to just whatever whether it's a different religion different that and i think that's why you're saying people are just ruled by that feeling of of feeling empowered and um and i wish that that people could understand you know everybody's yelling on the right yelling on the left that really they're just searching for that feeling of being of their actions being aligned with with what they believe and and uh it doesn't matter if that's wrong or right you know i think people want continuity between and i think that's what's so stressful about right now is you everybody knows the government's doing fucked up shit utah is also uh kind of like you know not a government state people are fighting the mask mandates so hard here like showing up hundreds in a room being like we don't want to wear masks and we're not wearing masks they all have covid now so like (laughs) i don't know if they got what they wanted but but in any case, so people people are like they just want to believe something, and and it's di- it's I, difficult. What better thing to believe than rock and roll? Yeah, rock and yeah, just, baby, the fucking at, at the altar of rock and roll, baby. I, you know, I, I think you're right. I think you're hitting on the head. I mean, I think people just have this innate feeling that they want to feel like they're a part of something bigger, right? Like they want yeah. to feel, like, and they and humans don't like the idea that there's this mystery, right? That there's this, <laughs> like, there's this unknown out there. And so like, we're always trying to chase the known and we yeah. just get caught into these echo chambers or, or, or fuck it. You get caught up in, in the environment you came up in or whatever it is <laughs> and you run with it. And, and, and then once you get cast aside, it's like, well, what, what do you have now? This is all you know is to yeah. to serve or to bow down or to be that's why everyone should do um lsd yeah i agree and, <laughs> you know going straight there that's yeah. that's a big that's a big counterculture thing and maybe <laughs> i don't know just find time. find them their inner self or maybe not i don't know but um i mean I why think, not i think they would I think it would help. I think it would help. I think if if, if we dose the good portion of America, I mean, some people would fucking go mad, but you know, like, I think a good amount of people would probably come out of it a little better on the other side, right? You wouldn't just hand out like tabs to everybody. It's like, all right, what, what, how much could you use? Let's like really sit back and be like, you know, like let's let's do this thoughtfully. Let's not right. just like we're just well, passing make... them out. Not like yeah. Timothy Leary and the fucking Mary experiences into our culture all the time. Like Santa Claus is like it's like your practice, your mini practice for disillusionment. Oh, yeah. You know, we um, I always think about Santa and like why we do that to kids, and it's just because we like feed them lies. Right. We practice believing a lie all together. And then when the lie is lifted, then we practice that too. They're like, oh, Santa's not real. Ha ha, this is just your moment. And right. I, don't, 
I don't know. I hope that people ever have their aha moment. It's like, oh, we all want the same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. When we stop but yelling that, at but each other. That like is the thing about acid though, is that like <laughs> like like if you can alter what you see, then everything else you know not to be true as well. <laughs> like we are we are so we believe what we see is real. Mm-hmm. And like we don't understand that like we are two-dimensional objects that exist in a three-dimensional world what we see is actually two dimensions it just feels like three dimensions and i'm just saying i don't know it's sometimes it's good to like know that you're just living in like a uh, a chaotic world and like you can try to control it but i don't know can can you control anything other than yourself maybe Uh, uh, yeah i mean like if uh, i can't even control my reactions to what people say so no i don't don't know how much control uh, Um, we have there that's that's so funny that's like so so goes just going back to the comments my mom looked at the comments and she got so mad and my sister she's just like i feel like i have to respond to every one of these comments and that sort of (laughs) yeah yeah mom she was momming well, and it's and it's fun, and I think that's what we're experiencing too. Because for a while, the program was go with the flow and don't make waves mm. and don't speak out. And now everyone's like, you can just speak out. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate peanut butter. Fuck it. Fuck <laughs> peanut butter. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. I think, I think you're just are just like this tool mashup sucks. I hate it. You yeah. know? When when Trump got elected, I knew he was going to get elected because all of the black side of my family were into him. Because mm-hmm. um, in what my dad said, he's like, that dude, he knows how to hate out loud. <laughs> and I can get behind him. <laughs> he knows how to hate out loud. There's no pretenses. There's no, like, shaking hands and making eye contact. You know where this motherfucker stands. Right? And, I mean, I was like, please don't vote for it. But at the same time, like, I got that because I moved to Boston as a Salt Laker. Mm. And I love Bostonians because they were like that. They'd you'd go to meet somebody on the street. And instead of being fake nice to you, they'd be like, your legs are short. <laughs> <laughs> your legs are short. Like, oh, yeah. Dave, we went there to visit Dave's family. And Dave got in this fight with the bus driver. And, <laughs> and I was like, I was just like, it's, that's just how people interact here. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it's either fucking like ass frying hot or or bone chilling cold in fucking Boston. So it's like there's no in between there. It's like extremes on both ends. So fuck you, I ain't got time for this. What? How, how did you escape San Diego? Did so you so you escaped? lived in San Diego? I wouldn't say I escaped. What in San Diego? What made you go back? You're just like this is too chill. I, well, my lovely wife, who is my mod in chat here, is listening. But uh, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, no, 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 it's okay. We we we've worked through it. It's been three years, but you know, like I, I still get a little salty about it. But it's okay um, because everything worked out way tighter. But um, no, it, you know, my wife is from San Diego. She mm. fucking she was over the music scene there. It's a very, I mean, when I say reggae, it, it's very much. A lot of white boy reggae kind of going yeah. on, which I'm not hating on white boy reggae, but it's just but not. you can. Well, oh, you can, yeah. and I do all the time, and I'm I I contribute to that um, white boy reggae, <laughs> but uh, the she you know she was just she likes to sing R and B, and she likes to do it. so. She thought you know maybe uh, going back uh, east find 
find other like-minded people who are in yeah. R&B, which here in the Midwest, it's really interesting because you got, of course, you know, you got black and brown people love it, but then, then yeah. the white people love it, like almost even yeah. more. You have like, Everybody loves it. Oh, yeah. And so when we <laughs> play so out... It, but, and you're near Motown, so exactly. It's like, yeah, exactly. Well, we were going to move to Detroit, um, but mm -hmm. but I didn't escape it. It was more like uh, my wife was like, "This is what we're doing." Fuck you. And then you're, that's a good that's a good dynamic. I like that. Well, no. it, it makes it can make for some interesting conversations. But at the end of the day, she is the mother of my son, and um, I love them both dearly. And I'm not going to trade. I mean, I was doing well in San Diego. Well, I mean, I don't, whatever you want to call well, but I was moving up in the right circles. I was meeting yeah. the right bands. I was kind of fulfilling the things I was wanting to do uh, musically and as an artist and with the podcast mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And, uh, and so in my, in my place, in my career, I was doing great. I was like, I'm happy <laughs> as fucking fly on shit. And my wife is an artist too. And, you know, besides not liking to play, pay exorbitant amounts of rent. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, which was the biggest part. Let's be real with it. It's like um, paying. We had that conversation, too. It's ridiculous. We we lived in OB, which is a, a, a hippie beach town that I love OB. I love OB. I lived there for 13 years. Yeah. 13 years proud. Um, but, uh, you know, like they're, 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 they're pushing all the artists out and we were in a house that we could afford. Oh, and over yeah. the course of like two years, they priced us out. That's like, why I went to Salt Lake City is because yeah. this is the coolest city that you can afford to live in. <laughs> like, I mean, sense. I'm sure Detroit's sick. I'd love to go well, to I'm Detroit. In, I'm in Ohio. I'm in Toledo, Ohio. We didn't end up in oh, Toledo. Yeah. This is where I'm from. This is where I'm from is Toledo, Ohio. Oh, so nice. I ended up moving back here uh, with my family. We we van lifed across the country and That's like so did fun. that for you know a whole summer and then and then landed here and then started over essentially which turned out to be really awesome because uh, yeah. it just like everything is working out way better than it would well, be. If what is Toledo like? Cause I, I love small cities in America. I'm always like, like fantasizing about how they're budding and like Toledo. <laughs> I know they have the mud hens. They do have the mud, mud hens. Why do you know about the mud? Hens? I'm a very big baseball fan. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know anything about baseball, but and, and I don't know if they're a good team or not, but uh, I mean it's a it's minor league. Yeah, so. I know it's. I, I do know that. I do know that we're a farm team for the Tigers and Cleveland, Little Detroit. Oh, nephew says, yeah. I guess if you want to, without the culture and music, yeah, I guess we could be Little Detroit. Um, so Mud Hens have one of the best logos in all time. In all, it's sports. real. That is why. That's not <laughs> true. Get out of yeah, here. Our really. logo is dog shit. <laughs> no, minor league logos are su supposed to be bad. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, is that? Yeah. Oh, that's by design. It's, I mean, it's, it's just that like you can do crazy stuff with the mud heads. Like, I think he's talking about the old logo. I'm not oh, sure. Really? I mean, in, in any case, well, my wife loves Toledo, so it's well. That makes sense. I've heard that about the San Diego scene. I, we actually had a the girl who got me to to play at the Lighthouse Lounge. Her name's Shannon Blake. Okay, um, great little songs songstress musician, bright bright light. But she moved to, to San Diego and said it was hard because she didn't want to do reggae. It was like that was it, <laughs> and right. she's it was, it was hard to get people to do other. Cause she has kind of like an R and B folk. Um, more of a folk, you know, R&B style. Yeah. And so she, 
she actually had to move away from San Diego as well. And we were looking at moving there and Dave, um, it's kind of the opposite situation where Dave really needs the music scene to, to be, I, I don't know. Poppin'. Just to exist as a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need a music yeah. scene that you can fucking go and be a part of and help develop. I get it, man. That's why yeah. I moved yeah. there. Because Toledo was dog shit. And I was like, fuck this. I'm going somewhere <laughs> where there was. And you know what? When I got to San Diego, San Diego's music scene was dog shit, too. It was, <laughs> only, it was only in the last fucking like five to seven years after the first financial meltdown. Yeah, um, the rebuild off of that was amazing. Like we just like right. I I that's what I'm saying. Like when I left the scene in San Diego, I was like I was really involved yeah. in reggae. I was involved. When in, you in say reggae. it's dog shit, what do you mean? Because I, I believe that you can make a music scene in any of these small cities. I agree. Anywhere, if I, you just do it, if you organize correctly. I agree. And I was a young man, and I, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was drunk all the time, doing drugs. I, I just wanted to get the fuck out. It was really just me yeah. needing to like go and experience life outside of my, you know, my localized environment. Um, so when I did leave, the reason why I can say and classify it as dog shit is because for the last <laughs> three years I have been interviewing people who stayed. And who can reconfirm that the, yeah. the scene was actual dog shit and that it wasn't just my imagination. But what, well, what do you mean though? Like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's go into it. Let's go into it. So yeah. what I mean about dog shit music scene is very disparate. Um, no one's very supportive of each other. Musicians aren't supporting each other. In fact, musicians are talking shit about each other. Uh, it, the gigs are almost non-existent. So it's a famine mentality. Um, mm. it, it's just... It, 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 I mean, it's all that. It's just, it's, it's when you create a famine mentality, people get desperate and they stab each other yeah. in the back. They talk shit on you just to try to get that money. Uh, you know, they got miles to feed too. So, of course. Uh, but yeah, like Rainy was just Whoa. saying in the chat, is like it's not like that anymore. It's not like that. And, and I, I do want to say that that Toledo's music scene isn't shitty like it was when I was younger. Um, but that's what it was. It was, it was a lot of shit talking, a lot of backstab, a lot of, a lot of people not supporting each other, musicians not supporting each other, you know, like people didn't give a fuck if you were playing, you know, uh, there was one good show in town on the weekends, like Friday and Saturday were the only nights and there's only one good show that everyone's going to go to. And if you're not part of that, then your show doesn't get shit. So, um, <laughs> you know, if, and if you weren't in with the cool kids, like... What about, like, basement shows? Basement shows really weren't a thing then. They were, but not in my my area. Oh, my, I mean, this is, like, mid-2000s. I'm old as shit, so fucking... I, I am, too. So uh, this is, like, 2000... 2003 2004 2005 okay. and then 2006 i bounced the fuck out but yeah. um uh uh yeah so this was you know early 2000s and, and music in general was weird then too it was sort of the uh, you know there was the garage rock scene out of brooklyn that was coming up pretty hard but like a lot of shit was just britney spears and nsync and all that we're coming out of that phase <laughs> yeah but that's like the that's like the more of the pop side of it in the localized thing it was just it was either cover bands or, or crappy metal bands and if you were it had anything cool to say you know like you 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 had a hard time getting a crowd because it wasn't you know but that's that's like any medium if if you're oh, yeah. a politician that has something actual real to say mm -hmm. it's gonna be hard to to, to like say you can't like, try. You can't try. Like that's an attitude we we run into here. It's like if you're trying hard and like trying to do stuff and like not just fucking around, then people think that you're like full of yourself. You're like, sorry, I'm trying. Yeah. 
Yeah. No. Yeah. No. There's this culture where it's like, why don't you just accept accept the the bullshit that we've been given? Just just accept yeah. it, like Santa Claus, like Mormonism. Yeah. Just accept it, stupid. This yeah. is your fate. This is all you get. Mm -hmm. And just find your role in it. And if you try to go outside of it, different, different, <laughs> yeah. different, <Yeah>. different, <laughs> gays. Okay. Um, I just, I think that the, the thing, the opportunity that there is in all of these cities is that space is so cheap. Mm. And if you want to, I, I think if you want to change a music scene or if you want to change anything, you have to have a space that people can go into. Yeah. Uh, it can't be, I, I don't think it can be your house. Um, because if it's your house, then like, there's just too many like you know things that interact with that. You can, basically you can't be there until like 3 a.m. You know, like because someone's gonna sleep. <laughs> and I, if you like, I mean, look at religions, churches. Those are those spaces that communities like you know get into together and and like each other and like economies build from that. Um, so I I don't know like shitty music scenes exist because no one's yet invested in like a space for people to to do their thing. Yeah, um, that's I, true, and it's it's hard that. because you you need community. I think that's and here people don't want to be in that space because they see community as a threat. They're like community, that's church, that's fucking them. Mm -hmm. I don't want that, and so they wow. really they're not going to go to the shows because mm -hmm. they're not going to like they don't trust community. They're yeah. going to. That's like I think where a lot of the backstabbingness comes from is this this distrust of really coming together for a common goal. Because as soon as you start to feel like you're watching Barney, you're fucking you're, you don't want it. You know, it's like Tuco says, you can't trust the ones you love. <laughs> Tuco, thank you, Tuco. Fucking Breaking Bad <laughs> reference. Thank you about that's our quarantine in that show. Just Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Did you guys <laughs> you guys watching Better Call Saul too? Oh, so good. I haven't seen the new season, but I fucking that show is dope. That they did a really good job of sort of especially the slow build. Because I feel like it's so slow. I feel I feel like uh I feel like Breaking Bad was like they just got you right away. Yeah. But with Breaking or with uh Better Call Saul, I felt like they really took a lot of time to develop to show you who Saul is and the yeah. show like it's another transformation, but for Saul, it was like a transformation into just just getting into more shit, right? He just like he just his he was he's a good-hearted guy, but he just can't keep his hands clean, and yeah, he ends up yeah. fucking biting him in the ass. So, uh, but I I love the slow build to that. They kept it really entertaining, and and yeah. and and then now we're in the you know now they're the the storylines are starting to merge, right? It's out. In season five. Out now. Season five is out. See, I didn't yeah, know it's this. done. It's oh. done. I think it's already aired and everything. Yeah, I think. We, oh, did we watch it? Yeah, isn't oh, it? Okay. Isn't it over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, the whole yeah. show. I think the whole show's over. Oh no, I don't, I don't know that oh, to be true. Fuck that. I don't know about season five. I'm, I'm fine. Hold on, that that'll be so bad because I haven't seen the latest <laughs> season. But I'd be so bad if that's the last season and I don't know shit about it. Uh, but there, there's also people here that uh, like the 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 religion also. When I first came here, I saw people wanting community too, mm. as much as they don't want it. Uh, like you know, the, the people still are Mormons, even if they choose not to be Mormons. Like they grew up with those those you know values, mm -hmm. and I don't know if you. Some people they just want that group, man. Well, it's, it's I mean, that's who, but that's who we are as as humans. We we do want 
community. We do want to be a part yeah. of a tribe. I mean, that's just only 150 are. people deep, though. Right. Exactly. <laughs> when you start piling 20 million people on each other, it starts getting a little weird, right? Yeah. You start burning yeah. shit down. <laughs> so the human brain can only remember 150 people. Right. Right. Like, it's, what's that, that called? It's the something. Uh, duh, duh, duh. Anyways, yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying because our brains were built on that, uh, that the idea of a small community where everyone sort of watched out for each other. Everybody, if you were the asshole, everybody knew that. Oh, that's Chuck the asshole. Don't, yeah. don't yeah. him. Stay away from him. You know, like everybody kind of had a place. But here it's like you have so many people without a place and, and, and yeah. everybody's looking for a place to stand. And, and, and but I'm, what I'm saying is that there's that place. If, uh, if you're a musician or mm -hmm. if you like music, yeah. that place is everywhere. Yeah. You can go to any city in this country and there's bands playing and there's a place for people to like just chill and drink or, you know, bang or whatever they they're trying to do. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I know that that seems ridiculous and preachy, but like, uh, music is like one of the last places that people honestly interact with each other, mm. like local music. Well, and, and now, well, now that now that we sort of have this like barrier between us, how do you think that will yeah. affect us with this whole like mask and lockdown and stuff? Do you think that people will still find that same togetherness? Oh, it's gonna be more together yeah. because we're not gonna be able to use commercial spaces. Mm. Uh, people, when it first starts to to like become more of a thing um basement shows man that's why i asked about basement shows yeah. um people people who have these these places are gonna be like the new venues uh it's gonna rebuild yeah. like from the ground up um and that's like a, a bad thing and a good thing a lot of these venues suck <laughs> like, yeah, the, i feel that like that, you ask. I I thought that that's what you were gonna say about a venue, like a, a place well, yeah. And plus, there was nowhere to play. I, I guess that's a huge, also another huge part of the factor that I left out. That was oh my god, is that there wasn't really a lot of places to play either. And and, and, the and that's still that, the case, honestly. Here, but. and the places that do exist have like three hundred dollar room charges or right. you know some kind of like door pay to deal. play. Yeah, yeah. It's and and like mm -hmm. that that also that doesn't happen here yet. Um, but throughout the country, there's bands paying, you know, like upwards of $500 to get on stages. Well, at least in like LA in the mm -hmm. big city. Oh yeah. More than um, that shit. Like 50, and that's, yeah. and that's if you're friends and that's if you're in the friend circle, that's allowed to be booked. Right. Right. Exactly. Everywhere has that. If you say the right words and do the right actions, you could go and play there. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I feel you on that. I feel you uh, that it'll probably be more of an underground thing. But I, I, I guess this is my segue into Twitch because oh, what oh, I yeah. found, what I found into Twitch, and what. Uh, so I don't know if you guys remember this, but immediately after the pandemic hit, like all your musician friends were on Facebook making rent because uh, they were. That's what am I gonna do now? You know, like yeah, I'm, I'm not a cam girl. That's my song. <laughs> I'm not a cam girl, but this is my link. You know, <laughs> right? It was weird. It was very <laughs> weird. Uh, but uh, so yeah, exactly. You know, a lot of OnlyFans popped up, and a lot of a lot of things happened. And and then slowly you saw that sort of dwindling down at week after week. People are doing the same thing, just streaming on Facebook. And they weren't really building on anything. They weren't really, you know, they, they're doing their stuff. They were making rent for the first, you know, maybe month or so. But then it sort of fell off dramatically. What's interesting about Twitch is that this is a format. Yeah, it's right here. 
this is a format that uh, that that it, it requires interaction. It requires people to be uh, to be involved because because uh, because you're not you're not trying to build upon fans that you already have. You're trying to build upon people who who are looking for a, a live entertainment type of situation online. But yeah. what, what what I found with Twitch and what it did for me it was very helpful because in those first few days, like you know, those first few weeks and months, it was very sad. And like especially when you're seeing your favorite artists, musicians playing, it's like when am I gonna see this person live again? And yeah. so we got on the Twitch, we 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 started watching it and we ran into this guy named just Joe Syracuse, who we loved and we still love. He's been on the show and he's just an amazing person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he really helped us get through it. Like having live music piped into your room when nothing else is available was probably the the closest. I mean, it is the closest thing you're going to get to, you know, yeah. going out and do it. And the well, fact that you can talk to people and interact with them. Yeah, because that's what we need. That's what we're missing. We can't, like, we can't without the interaction, it's not a show. Right. And, and that's you know? and that's the whole thing. And I know it's weird. See what the NBA is doing? What, what are oh, they we doing? Talking about the digital fans. The digital fans. Oh, yeah, where you can, like, um, have your cheers, like, recorded or something, right? Yeah. I think they're all go. on Zoom. Oh, my God. I, and they're just watching the game, and they kind of, like, they don't sell tickets to this, but like, if you like type in on the internet and do like a, you know, you kind of become, you get there, they get get your information, mm-hmm. and then you get like in a lottery and you win that lottery, and now you're on Zoom and you're in the game. Oh, that's cool. And like, it, yeah, and it's just like, I mean, there's other sports that are like failing, you know, terribly at it. Right. Um, but the, yeah, the interaction. If you can do that, man, then that's like. Well, that's this, awesome. but but this is what I but I, I've been telling this to all my friends, all my friends who are just sitting around out of work right now. I'm like, you should try to figure it out on Twitch, and it, it's really. I mean, it's a really interesting place. I feel like anybody really has a home. Any kind of music has a home here, and it's it's it's. It's cool because you're building genuine fans who actually want to support what you're doing. It's not like selling it on Facebook where people just like it and keep moving. It's like, I'm not going to your show, bitch. Keep going. You know, I don't care. You know, let me say it. Uh, it's it, it you're 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 building a fan base that actually cares about what you have to say. They like you as people. They like you because they get to talk to you. You get to talk to them. And and that's not for everybody. Not every artist is like, I want to just sit here and talk to a fucking screen name, you know, and, and that's my life. But, but what it is doing and what it is sort of um, supplementing in this weird time is is this this true connection uh, between fan and artist? Whereas I feel like Facebook is and, and Instagram Live is just it's not built for that kind of yeah. interaction. It's just you know it's just like you stop in for a minute and then you're out to the next thing and then you're looking at big butts. You know it's like oh I'm gonna listen to what and you're gonna listen to this versus battle and now I'm gonna go look at butts. Now I'm gonna go look at pictures of weed. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. I'm gonna go and watch this show because that's what yeah. you know, and that's what Twitch is made. Uh, what uh, what's really cool, and and people are making livings off of it, which is amazing. Yeah, these these uh, artists who just lost their jobs, they're able to maybe not make all of what they're making, but they're able to supplement some of this income in this really fucked up time. So it, that that's my hard yeah. pitch for for Twitch since yeah. we were on the. On the That's whole, not, I've um, tried to do it, but I've never like found that community. It, it seems 
I'd love to to know more about like how because like Facebook, you know, yeah, for better or worse, it's like a bunch of shit and people that you don't want. But it also is like you know, it's oh. kind of like throwing baloney at the wall, right? Um, and, and algorithms. If you post a link to something outside oh, of Facebook, yeah. it's buried. Um, like the, the what's awesome about Twitch is the algorithm is 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 not stacked against you yet because it goes by just how many people are in your chat and you go up the you go up to the top just by how many people so it's literally you just the more people you're gathering the more people and, and it's but just how do you gather them though well you, well you pull people from your facebook you start you start with your fans and that's okay, what, yeah. that, what that's where i started i'll tell yeah, you what yeah. i get about a few thousand downloads each episode of this podcast oh, wow. but but not one of those motherfuckers are over here in the live chat so it's hard. Uh-huh. It's hard to pull your yeah. fans over. It, even if you have thousands of people who who interact with you on a daily basis on other platforms, not everyone's yeah. aware of what Twitch is and they're just like, what? What is it? Twitch? What? You know, it, it's sort of like how yeah. podcasts were like five or six years ago. You know, yeah. I, I think people knew who Joe Rogan was or something, but like, you know, you don't know what a pod, and pod what, you know? And, and, it's. I think it's going to be yeah. the same thing. Oh, thank you, Mighty Mighty, for the bits. So right now I just yeah. got some money. Somebody gave me two dollars. Thank you, Mighty Mighty. And that's not just anybody. That's Mighty Mighty. <laughs> um, the Mighty Mighty just dropped me some bits. Thank you so much for the two hundred biddies, Mighty Mighty. I love you. Um, but uh, yeah. So it, it's just it, it's. It's it's seriously. Yeah. I don't know. I've been telling anybody who will listen. It's like just check it out. Just- I've heard of Twitch. When I first started Twitch, a band that I watched, they were doing a Kickstarter. They're a band called Hellion Prime because their guitarist helped us out with the Zober video, mm-hmm. held the camera, and, and was there. Um, and I've been watching what they're doing, and their Kickstarter was doing great. They they raised like $17,000. Oh, but what they do on Twitch is they watch movies mm. with their fans and can yeah. kind of hang out and have the fans kind of like help them watch a movie. And so it seemed, I thought it was like sort of like hanging out on a couch together, sort of. <laughs> creating the atmosphere it, of like like i'm playing the video game we're being brought together by this thing so it's cool to see it, it move into into more of a because podcast is more directed like the thing that we're doing is watching me talk and doing this mm-hmm. not just like a video game because that's what i thought it was was video games it is and, and mostly it is and like the people who are really killing it hard are in the video yeah. game section but um the people who but the musicians who are starting to kill it hard now nice. are starting to climb because it, you got to think in the first quarter of well what was the um in the first quarter of the pandemic they grew what was it over 150% and then now like in the second quarter of the pandemic they're like yeah. just it's it, it's gone like three hundred percent. I can't. These are just wow. numbers I'm throwing well, out, but these are numbers. Well, we've that are, decided. We've decided that digital is in person. Yes. Like I think that's a cultural shift that we all exactly. just like got on board. Is because and it brings everyone closer. Because now my friend in Germany who like zooming with her is a special thing. A special mm-hmm. thing that now that I'm zooming with somebody across the street, she feels across the street because we're all doing it. You right. know. Yeah. And, well, exactly. And and this pandemic has just highlighted is like. We can exist outside of being in contact. We don't have to go to the fucking office. We don't have to sit in traffic. I can just do it in my fucking home office. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. You know, I can just hang out. I mean, there is social aspects that I, I just, you're never going to get past, obviously. Yeah. Humans need contact. Uh, if you let a baby just sit without anybody holding it, it dies. Yeah, so it dies. humans need contact, mm-hmm. no matter what people think. But, mm-hmm. um, 
Some more than others. Some There's more than everybody, others. Yeah, everybody has that Dale who's like, like every time they high five you, they've got their fingers like, like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever let go. Baby. You're just like, okay, dude, okay. Yeah. But but with Twitch, it, it what's interesting is they just they just partnered with the Amazon Music app, so now it's even more accessible to more people. And, oh, nice. And what's interesting about Twitch is is that they're getting these like celebrities. Like I always get it wrong. It's not Little John. Raina, help me out. Who's the person I'm thinking of? But Questlove. Uh, Mike Shannon or Mike Doa or something. He's the guy from Lincoln Park. He has a thing. So what's happening now is that we're getting uh, and, and then wait for the first Twitch superstar as well. I mean, because look at look at Justin Bieber, right? Look at where he oh, came yeah. from. YouTube. And what was YouTube? YouTube was like little kids getting hurt and like, you know, people getting hit in the nads or something. You know, it was kittens and stuff. And now it's oh, yeah. now it's this fully functional platform where people go to like try to make it whatever that is. Oh yeah, T Pain, Skrillex, Logic, Little John. Yeah, all these guys all these guys are yeah. on on the platform. And so it's growing exponentially. It it seems like that's where we're going. And yeah, I, I do think that you're right about the when people people start getting let out and people can do music. Cause like right now in Ohio, we have we're having music festivals right now. Like I, mm-hmm. I fucking the group of hippies around here, they're like, fuck you, we're just gonna go out in the middle of the cornfield and fucking throw a hippie festival. And oh, that's yeah. what they're doing. Indiana, I know some cats out there are just like, fuck it, we're doing it. We don't care. And and it's just, you know, people are going to do it no matter what. But I think because of this and because of this pandemic and because of the growth of Twitch and how yeah. people are sort of coming to it in droves and, and you know, more, more famous people are on it, I feel like Twitch is going to be the next platform that sort of goes mainstream like YouTube does. Cool. And I... And, it's just but uh, even youtube is like hard you know they have a live setting oh yeah now. i know but it's and garbage it's, the like the community there's no community on on youtube exactly exactly because yeah. you're getting anybody with a gmail fucking can come in there and, and just start yeah. fucking with you and it's not like anybody can't just make a twitch account and just start trolling you because we just had that last night my wife's stream last night some asshole mm-hmm. was in there. She's reading Dracula, and they're at the end of the book, and some prick comes in there and like spams in the chat like the ending, and I'm one of her moms. So I'm like, yeah, right. Like, so people are assholes everywhere. Fuck? Yeah, people That's are assholes everywhere. But specific. But they had that ready. They did. It, <laughs> it's, oh, I'm gonna. I'm. I know what I'm gonna do. Today. It was fuck. Yeah, and they made like fake did. accounts. <laughs> That's that was like that was me I, behind I, the curtain. <laughs> This is for taking me away from San Diego. This is what you get. I didn't say it. Though, though, to be fair, like when I went to San Diego, how do you even know if you're unhappy? Because like I talked to this Uber driver and he's just like, I had to drive like like 80 hours a week, but like it's a pretty good life. Right? You know? oh, yeah. And I was just like, is there unhappiness here? Like you just, it's not calibrated. I feel you there. I feel, no, because there are a lot of people who just stay like sunbaked and permanently hot tub. They're just like, I am yeah. here, baby. There's no bad vibes, no worries. Yeah. Like no worries is one of those phrases that, that definitely had to develop out of the West Coast. This, oh, this yeah. no worries. And I say it all the time, uh, but but it's like it's like well, uh, yeah, there are lots of worries. There's lots of horror in the world, but you live in the sun, so like that yeah. don't affect you. I it mean, drives Dave nuts. He's because he's like used to this Boston pace, and Salt Lakers are pretty laid back because we just haven't. We're a level one city. It's not that hard to go out and do a thing that you want. Right. Whereas in Boston, it's like playing 
gauntlet on hard. Just <laughs> yeah. going to the store and like, God forbid, you need to get booze, which you do. Yeah. And which you but, do. But he's. I'm just like it's just West Coast, Best Coast. But I, I but, agree but with that. Even those people are going to be upset, and I think now we're going to have a renaissance of creativity because people have real problems to deal with, mm -hmm. and how do they deal with those other than art? You know, Escapism. we have real problems yeah. to solve with each other. And how do you do it? Like, even from a passive-aggressive note, that's like solving a problem with art, yeah. you know? Yeah. And we're going to we're gonna be on it, and it's going to bring the underground funness. Because I think one thing of the music scene, like, everybody loves Katy Perry at the Super Bowl and that sort of thing. But it also feels like that's what mom cooked for dinner. And even YouTube, when, when YouTube Red came out and there's like, we're going to make you pay for it now, I was just, like, done with it, you know? I want to play the the esports Super Bowl, <laughs> like like Dota. I don't like, know if you can. Like you really have to be in tip top shape to to do. No, e I don't know. I don't want to play it. Oh, oh I oh. want I want spirit machines to play. Oh, to headline yeah. the the e Super Bowl. Yeah, you could. That's, what, that's you could also. That. What I'm gonna email them right now. <laughs> email those people who you have to yeah. do that. Oh, um, we're, we're in the the light of uh of like you know digital interaction, digital shows, and. And streaming we we're doing this like we're going to a, a recording studio on wednesday mm. and doing a live stream from this place called pale horse sound oh cool um, and it's gonna they have like dslr cameras and you know board mix it's gonna be legit, uh, it's yeah. More, yeah it's gonna be legit um but yeah i don't know you where's can that streaming to um, it's going to go on to YouTube, but you have to buy the link. Yeah, we're oh. trying to create a digital concert experience. So we've been trying to like, like send people tickets, digital tickets, like sh we made a special special shirt to, because that's the other thing about the concert experience is it's not just hanging out. It's like one of those milestones that yeah. people collect. And, yeah. you know, that's a Facebook, like me in my bedroom, I could get my guitar out right now. Like that is not. That's not something to to keep in my my trinket box, you know. Yeah, that's like people are buying this package that has like a T-shirt. You get like an actual physical ticket, a poster, like the CD and all this stuff. Um, and it, it, I don't know, it'll be interesting because it's not gonna be like like four thousand people. It's gonna be the people that wanted that that uh, that show. Yeah, which is more intimate. It's like a imagine like a, a an intimate rock show at you know a small rock club. Yeah. Like that's that is what it's gonna feel like mm -hmm. in a digital capacity. Yeah, yeah. It, well, that and that's what's really interesting about Twitch and this online thing. Yeah. You look around, like, I, I mean, I really want you guys to just like. I, I would suggest if you guys are interested at all into pursuing the digital thing, I would start with Twitch. But uh, I would yeah. go and create a profile and just go hang out in people's chats and like go and like talk to people and see how community works. Um, the and see how how people interact because i like the idea of having the the rock club feel and you can do that and, and people do do that and there's this band i always talk about called the fantastic plastics who are just fucking amazing they're like cyberpunk fucking like devo like the next fucking evolution of devo or de-evolution i guess uh but it's uh the they have like green screens they have they have a theremin they're they're they oh, have like cool. they break away to like commercials like commercials that they make with like production wise wow like it's fucking Sprinkles. nuts and so when people show up they have like two fucking 200 people in there just fucking raging and 
they do that, you know, three nights a week. And, and I mean, and they're growing and they're growing. And like, there's no cap to it. There's no cap. Like there's a, there's this couple, they're called a couple streams. They always have like 1500 people in their chat. And it's just a dude and his wife just playing mm -hmm. real soft, real chill. And when you said, it's like, no one wants to pay for to see me in my room. I beg to differ. I bet people yeah, would want to pay to see you in your room playing on your guitar and just hanging yeah. out because you're a personable person. I mean, we've been talking <laughs> here for a couple of hours now and we, you know, like I can tell that you both have a sense of humor. You have a, it's a good recipe for, for being likable because that's the other thing is like, you should yeah. probably be likable. <laughs> if, people don't like, if you're angry and you're like a Luddite, I don't know if you're really trying to get into this, but if you're, <laughs> but, but like you guys are, you know, you, you guys are, metal, yeah, you guys, oh, what's going on? Hey, what's up? Cody, Cody Dang Mercury, Cody Dag, Dag Mercury, Cody, <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the street, buddy. Hello. Welcome. I am fine. Thank you for asking. We're welcome. talking to Spirit Machines. They're out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, so I'm, I was just curious on sort of what you guys were doing like did you guys have like tours planned before the pandemic hit what was sort of like your plans and what were you guys gonna do when uh you know prior to that did you guys have like a year plan like okay we're gonna release the album we're gonna go on tour we're gonna fucking take over the world <laughs> no. no not really <laughs> nah. we were gonna like play here at least um yeah trying to break into the salt lake scene and to... i don't think we knew that this was going to be a success at any level no we weren't really expecting success honestly and it was actually funny because i think if it weren't for the pandemic our video wouldn't have blown up because mm. people at that moment when we released it were just on looking for any content like shows were over yeah. you, you know it's like we're re-watching breaking bad for the third time <laughs> and and so when it started blowing up it, it was weird because i opened the door to a tour but then there could be no tour because of COVID. So it's just We're, kind of a funny Catch-22 situation. Yeah, I like, just laugh. I don't know. I, I love touring. I, 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 I toured last year with a band, another band I play with. And I love to do it. But sometimes it's like I can break a band up. That's a lot of stress to put on like uh, a group of four people. <laughs> yeah, it's like a vacation with a new relationship. <laughs> you know, it's like can it can you handle? So I don't know. I don't know if we were like, if we were gonna financially and emotionally, like thought it was a good idea to do that. But now we have like people all over the country that want to see us in places. Yeah, yeah. And Dave, Dave talks to them actually. When you think when you're like, who wants to sit? You're talking to the fans. I think that's been one difference of this band maybe is that dave dave's really been been like chatting with these people from all over who looked at our facebook ads and and bought our cd we're selling a lot of physical copies of our cd Amazing. i write i'm not very good with technology and chatting but i like i write personal notes Aww, i really nice. like i wish i could include it in everyone um, <laughs> you no know, personal notes and we are like interacting with these people more yeah. than if we're just focused on gigging around Salt Lake. Well, I, I, you know, like Raina has said it earlier in the chat, she was saying she's not really focused on, on local anymore. She's the focused yeah. on global. And that's yeah. what, again, to bring it back to Twitch, what's been so interesting is her, 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 the amount of global and nationwide attention she's getting just by consistently streaming 
It's yeah. been way more than all the years of touring and and all the all the bullshit of all the pay for play, all the things that you have to go yeah. through to get to that point. Where now we're sitting here like all we have to do is turn on the computer and yeah. we don't have to fucking carry our equipment. We don't have to do nothing. And we're reaching an audience that fucking frankly is more supportive than anybody that we've ever dealt with in our real life. Which what's wonderful about you guys is that you you guys are having real support out there. I think it would be really interesting for you guys to take that momentum on the Twitch and especially while we can't really do yeah. anything. I think it would be interesting. We have somebody in the chat who's uh who who wanted to ask a question and maybe you guys can yeah. help. Um, his name is Cody and he's just popping in and he's a little depressed because he has acne. Mm. Um, so I don't know, mm. has anybody, have you guys had any, uh, experience with acne or anything like that? Oh, so I'd love to pop pimples. It's really, it's really dry here. And so like, well, I've, I've always like kind of struggled with acne and a lot of people, like my mom did Accutane mm. when, when I was younger and that seemed to help her. And, but it was funny when I moved to Boston or anywhere humid, you just like break out. So like like just living somewhere dry <laughs> helps a yeah. lot and wow that's, and that's interesting there there's, there's a product on sephora i'm not usually like a product person but it's called glam glam glow super mud and it's like kind of a mask uh -huh. and it's really expensive but it's it actually works well, and you have great skin so i mean i would take your advice <laughs> for that I feel that's like my what you eat too. Yeah, yeah, you uh, know that's what Rain is saying too. Cheese, dairy. Yeah, that stuff will uh, incite pimples. Some people are allergic to it, and it's like that's their allergic reaction yeah. is breaking out. A dated but guy who no matter went into what detail about that to what's his what's his name Cody 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 like you are you yeah like who you're it, awesome it doesn't matter if you got acne or not yeah. like I got stupid curly hair and you know look yeah. like a caveman I run into things. And like we, you know, you just gotta do you. It might be hard to figure out what you is, but maybe focus on that. Uh, the acne will heal itself. Yeah. Or it may not heal itself. Also, focus on like the things that she said. Well, you know, I think what you are touching on a good point is that you're saying that stress can induce these kinds of outward oh, yeah. reactions. Um, you know, okay, so Cody, I think you got a good amount of information there. So, you know, maybe mm -hmm. the glow glam or glam glow from Sephora, maybe try that out. Um, water, Raina suggested water. You change your pillowcases, so that's good. Change your pillowcases, that's a big one. That's, that's a, a one. change your pillowcases. And your, uh, the, the sheets, too. Sheets yeah. and towels, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah, my sheets mom's a bit OCD. Drinking plenty of water, make you know, and, and, and diet, you know, I find that diet has most, a lot to do with it, because my wife mm. had problems with it, too, and once she stopped drinking alcohol regularly uh, and, and eating, you know, a, bad foods. So, Cody, maybe think about changing your diet. Maybe make it more whole foods like, you know, fruits and vegetables. And, and, and you know, if you eat meat, you know, get meat, not not like not like uh, meat sticks. You you're know, not hot dogs. Yeah, not hot dogs. Get like a real piece of meat. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I... I Try not to be too stressed out about it. And most of all, I think what Dave touched on most of all is love yourself, man. Love yourself. Even with the pimples. Pimples and all. I got I got bitch tits, okay? I got bitch tits. I used to be 300 pounds in high school. Now I got bitch tits, okay? So, like, you know, this is something I have to deal with. I have to live with that, and, and I'm okay with it. I I, uh, I have depression too, Cody. I deal with that, uh, 
you know, it's not so severe anymore, but like I work on it. It's something that you really got to yeah. work on. Let's see what he says. I also have depression because I have bags under my eyes, no six pack abs, and some of my teeth are yellow a bit because of natural teeth staining foods. I get jealous of celebrities because that they have perfect skin and bodies. All those people. They're not yeah, real. Yeah, they're they're all those people. They're spending so much money to oh, like. Man. Cody, you're saying all the right things, man. Fuck all those people. That's not real. It's not real. None of it's That's real. Good. That shit's just like as animated as Pixar. Yeah. You know, it's and like real people have to have time to do that shit. Yeah. Um, I bet you work somewhere that you definitely don't have time for that. Uh, they're just don't put yourself up against Brad Pitt. He's uh, <laughs> like, yeah, that's the and you don't want Brad Pitt's problems. Like that's that's the other thing with. Well, and it's hard with those physical things, especially here in Utah. Utah, we have a culture of just like looking perfect and cute, and and it was hard when I moved. So you can get married as fast so, as possible. Yeah, so you can get married and have eight kids. It's in the directive. But but when I moved back here from Boston, I felt really like big because everybody's so like teeny here, and it was weird because I like accepted myself by being in a place where there were more like diverse people around. So it's like go and find your tribe of like people who who don't care about. We were just hanging out with the Burning Man crowd. That's a big presence here in Utah. And oh. dude, they—they're some of the coolest people. They love each other so hard. They've got weird teeth. So they that, got dreads. Maybe that's like, another thing. You know, you got to find your tribe. Yeah, maybe they don't some, care. There's some people that could be more supportive of, of yeah, you know, acne or not. Like, you know, th those people are weird looking people in a lot of cases. Oh yeah, and the oh, the God. the burners, but they love each other, and you know, we're suddenly like at the coolest party because of them and so it's just like you got to find find your people we were just gonna um make you make you feel good about yourself like even one person who makes you feel good about yourself for five minutes can undo like a whole gym full of assholes dude i, I have been there before and hate the human rights says thick lives matter <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's true. I don't. I don't. I. I. am Over quarantine has just been maddening for me because I've been just trying not to eat myself into fucking a heart attack. And, and oh yeah, that's all we have to do is sit there. Well, I'm working mostly, but in eating. Yeah. So yeah. yeah it, uh, um, I have been thick. Tough. I have been yeah. definitely thick. Um, but I, uh, I. So you guys didn't really have any plan per se to to well, go hard but I'm, I'm in school too i was trying to finish oh. up my degree so it was like oh, nice what's your degree well, I, in um in chem pharmaceutical chemistry hey so get like, that money been, she's gonna be dr pepper i'm gonna be dr pepper dr pepper uh, so so it's kind of terrifying that's why i was so terrified when tool shared it because i was like oh god now i have to really acknowledge that i'm trying to be a musician as well because i wasn't really trying to make money at music just wanted to do it Dade and Dave and being in the band was kind of an accident. I usually don't date musicians because my dad's a musician. And <laughs> what, um, do, what do you play? Bass. Yeah. Bass. Oh yeah. He's like, he's an intense dude. But, but um, it's been funny, you know, getting into the music scene and finding people who, because it's like at first I thought I just because I like I wanted to do it because I like to perform. But it's mostly about being around people who don't care about shit like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Who have value connection and you know and i started feeling more comfortable with myself just just by being around people who you know they care more about if you have a less paul than if you're like teeter teeter straight 
You got an Epiphone? Ugh, I got a Epiphone, bro. You get judged yeah, on your Epiphone. Last night off this homeless guy. Oh, yeah, that's a true story. Where is that Epiphone? Wait, it has, like, rainbow strings. You, it's, it's pretty impressive. You bought it off of him? There, I, I was driving home last night at, like, 3 a.m., and this homeless dude is walking across the street, no gig bag, just guitar, Epiphone in hand, and I swoop around, and I'm just like, I'm going to buy that guitar. <laughs> $50 Epiphone special. It has numbered frets. Wow. Look it's at pretty that. good. I knew. I looked at it from like when he was crossing the street. I was like, wow. Dave, Dave got a, a whole Wurlitzer piano from a homeless dude most what recently. The fuck? How do you have, how do you get a Wurlitzer from a homeless dude? Well, almost, That's Salt Lake, that man. That's Salt Lake. That's Salt Lake, baby. We carry around Wurlitzers. Well, Ben and Dave, Dave, people see Dave and they know that he's just like, will be down for whatever. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, I, I have an eye for like, like the, the underbelly. Yeah. 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 Me too. <laughs> Unfortunately. Well, I think that's a fortunate thing. I can't say that's unfortunate because talk about I really, <laughs> I, well, yeah, I really like that the fact that I can communicate with, I can communicate with both worlds well. And and yeah. and I feel like a lot of people run into problems when they can't communicate with both worlds well, yeah. or they can only communicate with one world, and that's it. You know, it's like you yeah. gotta have sort of this balance. You gotta be able to, you know, talk yourself out of a, a sticky situation, but also talk yourself oh, into yeah. a raise or whatever. You know, it's just like whatever whatever the situation calls. Are for. you are you an ENFP? Are you like a mediator type? I am. I took that thing, that 16, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah I, did. I am a mediator type. Oh, see, see, I'm a mediator too, because I was like, you're describing me right now. <laughs> I like go between both worlds, and it sucks because you can't be in either world fully. Yeah. There's like no place for you. Well, but, well and, and, and you know, that's an interesting thing to think uh, talk about too, uh, especially being, uh, you're mixed. You you say that mm -hmm. in your in your bio even. Um, yeah. You know, and I, Finally. Oh yeah, Mike wrote that. The most conservative Trump supporting person wrote that bio for me. <laughs> which is which is fine. And and oh, yeah. I, I love my Trump supporting brothers and sisters. We get along. That's like what's funny about our band is that we're like we're just like we we have to live in both worlds because that's who we are. <laughs> but go on. Yeah, that's go what on. that's what artists that's what make artists fun is because we mm -hmm. can sort of do that in some ways or what yeah. but but you know being uh being in a in uh, of an interracial you know mm -hmm. marriage and me too uh, i'm half mexican half white oh nice um and you know like the 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 those worlds you know like coming up those yeah. can be sort of confusing as well right yeah. these two opposite yeah. ends like my yeah. family i have family who talks about eating possum and then i have family who's making fucking like hella rice and beans and frijol you know like and fucking tamales yeah. and you know like just laughing and do it you know so like you have very different worlds and, and sometimes that can be confusing for people how how did you handle that um you know it's funny because it is it is two different worlds and i think for interracial people like we it's weird because we live in the future mm. where where we just accept that everyone gets along like mom and dad banged yeah so, so it's like cool. i don't understand why the whites and the blacks are still fighting right, you know right, and, right. and it, it's weird because i i spend summers in baltimore where my dad lives mm. and i have like a side of my family it's all black and it's like you go to north carolina and and like i took my mom to a funeral there once and she was the only white person there you know and then the other half of my family is like of the mormon stock you know like as white as it gets <laughs> um 
And and so so it's weird for me because it's like I see both sides, mm-hmm. um, and both sides have such different mentalities. And and uh, but but for me, I I think it was tough because I didn't realize that being biracial was there's so many implications. Like people were mad about it, you yeah. know. And, I think I think that's something that I'm kind of coming to terms with, especially as we move forward. Because like, I get a lot of hate from from some of the black circles I move in for being biracial. Because it's like, oh well, you have biracial privilege and mm. all these things, and you're practically like white because you're raised by like Mormon mm. white wolves. And yeah. I think I think that I just uh, it it has given me a perspective because I'm not in any group. Like sometimes, because some people they have their group. And then if they don't have it anymore, they're like free fall. Like I'd have, I dated this guy. He was a vegan straight edge dude. Mm-hmm. And, but then he, he decided to not be vegan and straight, straight edge. And he was lost without this identity, you know, <laughs> like, and the community. Cause they were like, Oh, I'm not straight edge anymore. I can't hang out with them. And I don't, I've never experienced that, you know, cause it's like, I'm never in one box, but I like to help both sides communicate. So I think yeah. it's a special, I'm just accepting that it's just going to be my role. I feel a lot of responsibility to help communicate between both sides, you know, at least know you're mixed. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, Dave's half Puerto Rican. And (laughs) thank you. You know, my pain, bro. Yeah. I could, I, yeah, but I looked at you, I was like, this is a white dude with hair. (laughs) But you know, and and I realized, I mean, I I'm just I am white. Uh, my Puerto Rican side, it. my Puerto Rican side, like you can't understand that language unless you learn Puerto Rican. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. It's like I not. Do. I couldn't I couldn't take what I learned in Spanish class and talk to my family, <laughs> yeah. um, and they weren't like David, come learn. Yeah, Spanish. you know what I mean. Like there was, I just was the white kid. Yeah, uh, Here comes the pinche huero. They're like. <laughs> They're like, we'll do your hair. Yeah, we'll do your hair. Well, and so, you know, I you were talking about your dad and, you know, he was a Trump mm-hmm. supporter. So it seems like your dad's open minds musician. Uh, uh, how oh, was, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't know. Now he feels stupid. Oh, really? It, it, well, no, it's, it's okay. Like, and that's the thing. We need to stop judging people for fucking yeah. exercising their right to vote. Uh, that's just, I, I, I it, just because you're voting for fucking yeah. somebody who says dumb shit all the time doesn't make them dumb people or racist. Let's just stop. Yeah. Let's just stop. That's, with how that. I, that's how I feel. And I wish that people would stop like attacking. Like even I'm scared. Like I'm, I've been, it's, it's feel, you feel like you can't do anything. Cause everyone was having their like black square moment. Mm-hmm. And you know, we decided not to do the black square. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, if you're going to legalize weed, I'm more on action points. Like I put the green square up all day, right? We, all day long. All but it's, the black square wasn't quite sure what the point was, and so we didn't do it. And you know, there was a, a backlash. It's yes. like, well, you're not doing all the black stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, why do I have to do all this stuff? Like, yeah. Meanwhile, like get pulled over and oh, that was the hard part. Is that way. all last year is we were getting harassed by the police because yeah. we were playing a lot of gigs, driving to a lot of remote places, and you know, getting. But I felt it was more getting persecuted by being like musicians. But like, but well, there was some racial aspects of it. So it was hard too, because people they're like, it doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. I'm like, well, it does when it's happening to you. And yeah. Um, though Dave got the brunt of it. They know that I'm black. So they go really easy on me, but they go real hard on him. So mm-hmm. he's the one getting slammed into things. And, oh, and, well, 
<laughs> no, and and you know, I'm I'm in an interracial uh, marriage myself, so I've mm-hmm. seen firsthand how differently I get treated than her, and and I've also experienced fucking white privilege too. You know, like yeah. I don't I don't claim white. You know, I'm that's not what I'm. You know, I'm not claiming that, but shit, my fucking skin gets real brilliant under under this shirt. Uh, but, oh yeah. But um, you know, I know for a fact that I've I've gone in front of a judge because. I know I don't look like a criminal, <laughs> but I have been involved in some criminal activities. Uh, and I clean up really well. So, yeah. um, you know, I walked in there with a suit and, you know, I know that with my record that I should have gotten something way worse than what I did. Yeah. But I know for a fact, I know that because of what I look like. Yeah. I know I walked out of there with a little slap on the wrist. I know mm-hmm. it. And, and I've also been in situations where, you know, like my wife, um, I get done using the bathroom and my wife goes up to the Starbucks lady in uh, Orange County. Um, yeah. Yeah. Huntington Beach. And she goes up. Yeah. It's like, oh, can I use the bathroom too? And she was like, oh, sorry, it's broken. Oh. And I'm her husband who just walked out on the motherfucker. <laughs> And we're like, oh, you know, it's, yeah. so I've seen it, you know, like we see it, like when people are saying this shit is a myth, it, this shit is yeah. not a myth. This is definitely yeah. something there. I don't know if it's exaggerated to the point that people are making um, it, but yeah, I do yeah. know that it is real and there are people well, getting discriminated against. Uh, well, it's hard because like for me, I, I don't really care about like the Starbucks bathroom, even though like stuff like that happens, but right. it happens when you, when you really get to the glass ceiling and, yeah. um, you know, you're getting up and you're trying to get in your career and it will end in front of the judge. So I, I also had a possession charge last year because we were getting harassed by the police. Um, and you know, they're really trying to get us. And so I was, I was, um, charged with a misdemeanor uh, possession of 0.3 grams of marijuana. Uh, and you know what I had to do, which I have that on my, in like, that's like lint. Yeah. That's in, like in my pockets. No matter. Um, what. she, she breathalyzed, she wanted this cop, I've I've like like I've dealt with a lot of these police officers and usually when they realize they're they're that they were being racist they're like oh shit is this happening again like <laughs> I, I was scared because I thought you were this but now I see that you're just like this cute chemist and like oh shit sorry but but one cop was really hateful she did charge us and she made me breathalyze like she wouldn't believe that I hadn't been drinking and she was really frustrated when I blew the zeros but in any case you know what my my thing was I had to wear a patch. Um, that monitored my drug intake for four months um, over this possession charge. Um, I mean, and that's, that's Utah. Like. It's it's well, it's not even Utah. It's Draper, but but it was just because it's like I had a lot of white dude friends, you know, because we every everybody who looks different here is going to get harassed by the police. Like, mm. let's be clear. Yeah. Um, but but you know, they're just like I never even had to pee once, and yeah. and I'm getting this like whole patch thing that yeah. ruined my summer. Because I was performing a lot, Ugh. and it's like it has to be here. And <laughs> you have this fucking <laughs> patch just hanging out. Oh, what's that patch? Oh, you trying yeah. to quit smoking? No, I'm trying to get back to smoking. That's what I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying, <laughs> trying to get that back in my life, son. That's the man. But, but it, but it is, but it is funny because it's like I do want. I don't, I don't know. People just go off their experiences and if they haven't experienced it, then it's hard. But, but there is like a privilege. It's like, you know, I have like some white features cause I'm mixed and you know, I get put on a lot of, I'm like the face of a lot of things mm-hmm. cause I'm just, 
people people like me to be the black person that they deal with because I'm very smiley and yeah. nice yeah. and palatable and yeah. My wife's uh, the same way. She is the nice white half black girl that people feel safe talk. White people feel safe talking to. It's like, they should know how angry I am. Like, like that's the thing. <laughs> I, wear the, I like the masks actually, because my my instinct is to smile yeah. even when I'm like. And now, now I like people. All they get is my rage. <laughs> They're like, "What's up, know? Wallace? Sorry, to, I saw you in there, man. I just I was talking." Uh, but uh, yeah, so how did you? How did your black family take your your your? Your boyfriend or husband? I don't know. I'm sorry. Your oh, partner? Not, sorry. I get, I get a lot of, because it's like, I'm a nerd, right? I'm yeah. a chemist. And so it's like a date a lot of, of nerds. Um, white dudes are on the menu here. That's it. So I date a lot of white nerdy dudes. And I get so much shit from my black family. For <laughs> Poindexter. There's like Poin some hate. Um, what does that mean? Poindexter? I don't. I don't know. That's it's like from some old Rocky movie. and Bullwinkle. Poindexter was the little kid with the dog, uh, the dog, doc, uh, professor, or something, and, oh. and Poindexter. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's like all that. All the stuff. Um. And and so, so they like no. They don't expect it. They they don't. Ex they they know now. Um. Mm -hmm. What they. I think my my dad likes Dave because he's a musician, but they're also worried because they know my dad's a musician, so they're like, oh shit, you know, and. Uh, so, so I think my family's. It was weird because my family was stressed that I was trying to to join the circus, abandon my career that oh, I've yeah. worked for decades on, and join the circus. And but after Tool shared us, even they were getting down. They're like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah." There's something here. Yeah, it always my, takes some weird success for people to accept you. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah, and well, in. I don't know. I'm not sure what to want now. Like, like that's that's it as far as like dreams and desires go. But um, they 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 accept they accept me. They all my family wants is for me to like settle down and have babies. So they're just like, oh, he's he's is he the one? Is he gonna give you babies? And we like him. Is, is this the baby maker? Is this the one? Okay, uh, that is, that's interesting. Uh, uh, no, I it, it it's funny because I I only ask because my own experience trying to well, go what's into your experience? well my it's a my my wife's family is it's pretty small but mm -hmm. my first experience was walking around first of all i was walking around the hood in, in the park called faded blood park Yay. with a fucking band a red bandana tied around my head <laughs> and so this is my first like and this was my first uh uh I was approached by a family friend who was hanging out in the park with his cohorts, uh, the Faded Bloods. Um, and he comes up to me and he looks me up and down and he just, I was like, howdy. And he's just like, and he was like, I thought you said this motherfucker was Mexican. <laughs> and, and like, he's like, he's looking at my rag. He's like, what hood are you from and shit? And I'm just like, uh... I end up leaving the situation all like, and I'm telling you, there's like 10 or 15 like people ranging from like seven to like 25, all yelling, go home, baloney boy, go home, oh, oh, go no. home. No, my favorite, go home, sweaty baloney. And like, <laughs> sweaty baloney. Which is sweaty. my Facebook um, tag. It's, SB. it's, it's not OB now, it's SB. <laughs> SB. 
my my Facebook uh, URL is facebook.com slash sweaty baloney. So if you guys want to oh. come find me on the face space, uh, find me. Uh, but but uh, so then I get to the house and her brother her her starts playing John Mayer <laughs> Gravity. And he, thinks, he thinks it's the funniest thing in the world because I'm wearing this headband and he just he just he just thinks all the to it, you know, every lyric. But that's the thing. He is that guy. He's a Boy Scout. Like the funny part about him was that he is actually a nerd who like later grew into like like a loud, boisterous black man. But he really started out as this. Hey, but he was also oh, dude, loud. That's my journey. That's my journey. <laughs> but he slowly he just slowly was like, I, I'm smart and now I'm just going to drink and work and I don't give a fuck about anybody. Which I love Zastro. I love you, Zastro. I'm not trying to talk shit. I love Zastro so much. Uh, Dude, that's what we're all. That's what we're all shooting for. That's like I mean, we're just, just sit back and just drink and hang out. He's <laughs> like, maybe not. Where use the word shooting? Yeah. No. <laughs> you're all, like, you will get shot at if you if you're wearing that bandana and you're dressing black. Yeah. You will get shot. Which at. which rightfully so. <laughs> I just I uh you know like it was just a very dumb thing. I guess my wife could have said something for to to me to no, like hey that's what I was thinking. I was like they didn't tell you at first. They, didn't they were tell probably me just shit. seeing she what was I, gonna happen. Well she knew I was okay because I was with her and 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 her other brother yeah. started that faction so of, of well, faded blood. So like they they were very yeah. respectful to her. I mean, yeah. they were just like fuck this guy. Who is this fucking guy? And That's so funny. That's like, I went to New York City once and it was like, because sometimes people treat me like, I, my black family treats me like I'm white. I'm like their little white sister because my older siblings are like full black if you want to use that terms. But I was like, went to New York and we were in the, in the hood, you know, hanging out and I was like blending and everybody was just like, you know, and <laughs> my white boyfriend's just like, they're giving him the not look. They're like, yeah. And then they go, mm. That's <laughs> you know, so and funny. I was like, I am black. I am black. <laughs> I told <girl>. you. <laughs> no, I had some Mexican dude in San Diego come up to me and just start talking in Spanish to me. And I was so happy because I, he thinks I'm Mexican. He thinks yeah. I'm so Mexican. That he's talking, my identity. <laughs> but I can't say anything to you because my mom didn't teach me shit. So, well, um, Dave talk about that, how his Puerto Rican family was just like, if you're 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 white, like just go ahead. You're and better be off white. being white, son. Yeah. Just just embrace it. I mean, my dad's like that too. He's <laughs> like, like he one hundred percent he doesn't know Spanish very well. Mm -hmm. Very good. Doesn't I don't know how to say that, but whatever. Well. Um and um you know, he just speaks it like he lived there for eight years and then he came to to Boston. Um, and he just, I don't know. I can see this time be kind of frustrating for him, but like he's supportive of, you know, the black lives matter movement. Um, but I can tell that he's like upset that he didn't get to just be Sal Crespo. Mm. You know, he had to like, you know, work in a really white space and right. become that. Um, I don't know if he like can realize that, uh, fully, but he sends me emails of like, he's definitely paying attention to what's yeah. going on and, and and in a very liberal way and mm. i can only imagine that that's what he he's dealing with yeah well. it must be frustrating i definitely asked my dad how he felt about it and because he's every time i try and complain about racism he's just like i've been a black man all my life 
you know, and yeah. it's like back in the day, yeah. this and that, and like you're trying to ask for things and like what the fuck and Whoa. um he said that he just does he just wants shows to come back. He's like, <laughs> I've I was I've been prepared and I he's like I came to terms with just being beat down my entire life, but I can't deal with it and not having shows. <laughs> well it's 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 a tough time for musicians, mm-hmm. especially musicians who are working frequently. I was working a lot. Oh and yeah! All of a sudden, it's like boom, you're done. I'm like, I had tours for you know, I was gonna tour the West Coast and oh. Vegas and all that shit this summer. Oh, you had plans? See, I felt oh, bad yeah. for people. So we didn't have any plans. Oh yeah, to... I had tickets. I had it all. I had it. Oh, I had it ready. What, whatever. We're all fucked. So who cares? It's that mine's not any worse than. I mean, my situation was okay compared to some people who fucking oh, yeah. aren't gonna be able to make rent because well, they lost their job and no one gives a fuck about them anymore because our government. Yeah. Fuck you. We don't care if you sink or swim. We are doing fine. Um, but you know, like I, you, what, what, what your dad has said is, you know, I'm kind of hearing that argument now. Where because you're hearing a lot of black and brown people sort of shift over to Trump, mm-hmm. and yeah. they're willing to overlook these you know nods to fucking white supremacists and 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 fucking you know uh all these like tweets about echoing verbiage from jim crow era shit you know like all that shit that he knows what he's doing he knows what's going on like i don't care people are willing to overlook that i don't think it's overlooking so much as they like honesty about it i think it's ah, a distrust of government ah, like joe biden he's doing all that shit he just is not upfront about it. That's no, how a lot of pandering. people do it. He's pandering you know? in and the worst way. And so I think people like that about Trump mm. and they thought that it was going to expose these things. And, you know, in one way, he has been really successful in that. Yes. You know, yes. if, um, and, and it's a, it's one thing that's interesting about the Trump presidency is that, you know, he's really pushed. If, if what we wanted to do was, uh, you know, get people politically active, <laughs> You know, it has changed that. There's going to be a lot of positive changes that come that come from this time. And so I never, I like, like people are just like that. Trump sucks. People act surprised every day. Trump said this, like, mm. dude, you didn't watch The Apprentice? <laughs> I watched every no. episode of no, The Apprentice. I so it. I knew what we were in for, yeah. you know, because it's like Trump is Trump. Yeah. That's, that's who he is. And I, I don't think anybody anticipated there being so many consequences, but yeah. I mean, that's what we're learning, too, is that there are consequences to yeah. consumerism. There's consequences. and But but it, it is interesting. I will. I really want to know how people are going to vote now. Because yeah. all of my liberal friends were devastated because they had no idea. And I was just like, you guys aren't paying attention. <laughs> right, right. You know? No. You mean they were devastated when, when Trump when was... When Trump got elected, yeah. they could, they had no idea that we would do a thing like that, right. that. That we lived in a world where those racist people exist. And I was like, they do. They're they're in my family. Well, I love that. Or you know, that it's many. like, they didn't, they didn't know. And so it's like, I think we're going to have a long, hard look at ourselves in the mirror. And it's uncomfortable. Maybe we don't like what we see. But there has to be a way back from that. We can't just round up all the racists and put them in concentration camps. Right. Yeah. and kill them and i wish that people would back off a little bit on that that yeah. mentality that's a slippery slope this this mm-hmm. idea of shutting down the conversation altogether this idea yeah. of silencing people yeah. and and yeah well I, I saw a facebook post that really made me upset things i don't things don't always make me upset but but they said if your friend is a racist then you are not my friend yeah and i was like 
I thought we were trying to be more friends, you know, and I, I wish that people would put each other above um, colors or, you know, red versus blue. I but but that's that's me. I'm a dreamer. I'm an artist. <laughs> Wallace said Wallace said pack up all the races. Continue. <laughs> uh, Wallace, you slow you slow your roll, sir. But there's, uh, there's like there's stuff that I see Pepper deal with all the time that it's like it's it's not it's not like outright racism. It's just like people are less likely to talk to you. Yeah, just talk to the like like honestly if people are coming up and talking to me and saying racist sometimes I prefer that cuz otherwise I just get ignored. Mm. You know, and I feel really left out a lot cuz people don't feel comfortable talking to me cuz they they're like, "Oh, that's a black person and they have all these be, black it can feelings." Be hard. And... I I had this this <laughs> situation last night that I I didn't want to offend somebody and I don't know, I think you 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 get stuck in this like balance of like I don't want to offend them but I also want to feel comfortable around them I like this person but it it's it's just harder to exist around people that you could that like society pits you against yeah um and it doesn't have to be like that but it is like that mm -hmm. um I'm not even this this situation wasn't even race related it's like gender related but I mm -hmm. uh, you know that's just it's just it's just tough and it, it takes extra work I th uh, yeah. from from what I'm trying to experience is like it's so easy to just hang out with people that are so much like you. But I think right now we're learning that we have to hang out with people that are not like you um, if yeah. we're going to like, you know, have a country. Yeah, I even agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I have my um, I have a friend who I've had on the show. He was my he used to be the co-host when I was in uh, San Diego. And yes, Wallace, there are black people in Utah. There are black. There people. are. There are black. They're mostly Africans, though. They're mostly African. We're a sanctuary place, okay. so a lot of African refugees. Oh, like they'll come over from for Mormonism. Is Nigerians. That yeah, yeah, and and just for humanitarian. So there's more Africans than there are like african-americans which is funny because then you go like i try and go into there and i'm like this is the black and then i'm just like they're like where in africa are you from i was just like just another community i'm not a part of <laughs> <laughs> oh man no no it's cool but anyway go it, on it it, it it does get weird i mean well this idea that um, you know people can't talk about things like it's yeah. a, it, it is it, the first interview out of many that has even like breached the subject. Nobody <laughs> wants to talk about it. Nobody has brought up race. What's going on? Well, which welcome is to Jamrock, baby. We're we're fucking <laughs> we're rocking it. I mean, it was like the interviews are great and, and all, but like so they they ask us like, is, is there anything that you don't want to talk about? And yeah. It's like. No, <laughs> let's talk about it. Black in Utah, like yeah. no, no, yeah. I, no. It, it for real. I, I do feel that like what really bothers me is that the most important book about race right now was written by Karen. Um, <laughs> fuck you. Like, there's this idea that. What I see when I see that these, like, when you see these white girls yelling at black cops, for instance, those videos, or, or when what you're- What book are you talking about? Um, the White Fragility by Robin. Oh, White Fragility. Uh, oh, yeah. Robin. I saw it on the show. I saw it on um, the so, show. So you have this, I feel I don't like it's that. almost like white people are putting themselves above black people again because they're trying to tell black people what their problems that they're facing are. 
You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh, I feel like yeah. I, I get that she's trying to do the white fragility, trying to be like, you know, we need to be more sensitive and shit. And I agree to a certain extent, but, 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 but the fact that these all these white people are trying to tell black and brown people how to vote or, and, and like, you're wrong because of this and you're wrong with that. It's like, bitch, you've never been a fucking black person in your life. How the fuck do you know what it's like to be a black person? How the fuck it's, do you know what it's like to be a well, Puerto hard, Rican? You know what I mean? Especially because they won't listen. You know, a lot, yes. of, a lot of it, I see a lot of, like, I have a lot of friends right now who are, like, raging hard against the police and, like, and going out and protesting. Flying, flying their black lives. Flying their Black Lives Matter flags and power to them, I support them for getting on whatever soapbox i just want people to, to act intentionally towards their passions like whatever they are but but those same people would never speak to me they'd never talk to me they'd never especially about this especially about this yeah. and, and and when doing so listen like truly listen. truly listen and so it's like because you only go off of your experiences and right now they're they're it, it's just it's just been interesting to me how people people want to check in they want to tell me that my life matters to them but they they won't spend a day with me in fact i actually had a telling experience where this dude he was telling me how he told his mom about how he's run from the cops how many times and not worried about getting shot at and this and he had all the talking points and but then he i was like oh my gosh he wants to know about my experience cuz people don't ever ask me and mm -hmm. so i started talking about it just a little bit and he fell asleep and <laughs> You know, I wasn't offended. I wasn't offended because it was a long night. It was a long night. But <laughs> to be fair, also, when I think about my black issues, I also feel overwhelmed. I feel tired, and mm -hmm. it was validating because I was like, "Man, these things that I experience are really exhausting and heavy to deal with." Yeah. And if you're not used to dealing with them, it is. It is. I have a lot of compassion, you know, for for people who who just don't want to hear about it anymore. But at the same time, like like you gotta. You gotta just talk to me. I feel like these same friends have distanced themselves from me because they. I don't. I don't know why. I don't understand it. You know, they're yelling so hard, but they're not really like like engaging with black people in their community um, about about the things. And how how would they? You know, white people they go about solving problems and they come back. They're like, okay, but all of my white friends have Black Lives Matter signs now. So that's the change that you wanted. Right. And it's like. No, and, and for me, like getting out on the street is is definitely important. But I think uh, I, I don't know. I try and be more proactive. It, it's it's hard to. It's hard. It's just hard. Just like because if you if you do want to have some kind of change, you don't want it to be like race driven. Yeah. Um. I mean, like you do, like maybe emotionally, but legally, you can't just like make you know, like have all black people take a, a certain position. It's, it's, I mean, you, you could, but yeah. you can get sued for that yeah. um, in the opposite direction. And so like, tell them about the demands. Oh yeah. It's, well, it's, it's funny. Um, so I'm, as a graduate student, I'm actually like a part of the black graduate student association. I'm the co-chair mostly just trying to, cause it's like mostly people, they just need people like them to help them know what's going on. Like I didn't grow up around a lot of black people. So when I started facing discrimination at a big, at a higher level, I wasn't prepared to deal with it. And mm. I needed that black community to be like, Oh no, you can't, yeah. you can't let him do this. You can't like <laughs> be prepared. And so that, that's like what I try and do is just like put black people dealing with black issues in touch with other ones. And, um, but, but the, the, it's funny to be in the old guard suddenly as a person because you see these younger people using TikTok to, you know, you know like 
thwart the presidency. And so the, the black student union, the undergrads, they have a list of demands for the, um, the university and we're trying to help them whittle those down into actionable items and let them know it's a long haul. Like right. it's like, it's like 30 demands and they're all run on sentences. Three demands. Yeah. I mean, these people are like, like they're, they're working really hard at it, but, but uh, I think one of the problems, it goes back to education. We weren't really, really taught how to manage conflicts we weren't really taught how to use language to to really i mean and that's one thing that's magic about music because when when else do we have we all decided that five words together are 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 you know the truth and get behind them mm. you know everybody's singing billy billy jean or um bobby bobby mcgee you know, freedom's just another word. Like everyone can sing a song and feel connected, but then we get into the, all these other words, all these other things, and it's like, no, that's wrong. You know. Did you know that music literally makes if you if we listen to music together, we will trust each other more likely. Mm -hmm. Just because oxytocin is in mm. our brain at the same time. It's yeah. like hugging without hugging. Yeah, like <laughs> hugging. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, like that—that's the one thing that, like, when I hear people say is like, "Oh, musicians and artists should shut the fuck up about social issues." Is like, motherfucker, we comment, we create culture. What the fuck are yeah. you talking about, bitch? We Please, we're standing. I don't know. Please. It's hard though. A lot of our, if we, if we told people, if we had this conversation often uh, in our social media feeds, I, I don't know if a lot of our fans would want that. And yeah. I don't, I don't want, we are here to entertain them yeah. and yeah, of get them away from that bullshit. So I, I like, yes, I agree. And this platform is fucking awesome to have like to say what we really feel. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't think that politics has to be like our part of our entertainment no, message. Not at all. No, it, it, that, that's the thing. It's like, there, there's like, there's like metal, right? There's tool and fuck it. And then there's, I mean, tool's not really metal per se, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, there's metal and then there's Christian metal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, and you know what? Great. Different strokes for different folks, you know, and, and, and I respect them. And there's some great musicians in the Christian metal world and, and, and you know, whatever. And, and everybody does their thing. It, there's a place for it. There's a place yeah. for it. And it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to be always talking about the next political movement to, to you know, you could talk about a WAP. <laughs> you, could, you could go up, you know, like that's entertainment too. I know it's not the, it's not the finest entertainment in the world, but I enjoy the song. It's fun for me to do this too. Yeah, it is catchy. It was catchy as fuck. I'm like... I'm like not so much an R and B and pop person, but that's I was okay. like, that's okay. You don't have to be. That's the thing, you know. And and that's you know that touches on another thing is like what people expect you to be, what you're expected oh. to be. Like you're expected to have your black square up. My wife got several fucking emails and instant messages. First of all, like, are you okay? And then, uh, yeah, and yeah, then it's like, that. why aren't you saying anything? Why? Aren't, and then not saying anything is violence. What? Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Not saying along with that. <laughs> it's like I and I and and this goes along with people fucking you know brown and black people and like I think you made a great point. It's not overlooking it. Is like a, a, a respecting the honesty. At least I know where this fucker stands. I don't have to mm -hmm. worry about. I don't have to worry about some fucking half cognizant fuck looking into the camera and and telling me 
you're not black enough if you don't fucking vote for me. What oh. the fuck are you talking about? Oh yeah, everyone's like mad at black people for not liking Biden, and it's just like, what I'm sorry, you? I'm so, like, he's I don't, terrible. I don't know. And that other one, Kamala, like she fucking, she's a black woman, and uh, I don't, I don't know if she is she's like Indian. That's black she's, people is like people, yeah. they love to be like, like no, I, I don't know. It's I don't know what her race is. It's but, Indian and black, uh, but yeah, it's yeah. Indian and Jamaican, I believe. Um, yeah. she, she's, a she, the, the, which, you know, shouldn't matter, but he made a big deal about like, I'm going to get me a black woman, you know, and Stacy eight, Stacy Abrams. Yeah. We she, wanted her. Yeah. Louisiana. She had way more, uh, she had way more, uh, experience. She did the like, uh, overseas. What was she? She was, she wasn't, an yeah. amb- she was an ambassador or I just thought she was going to make people feel good yeah yeah like i i looked at you know kamala harris we, looks like we don't need black brown hillary. yeah black hillary like that is not who we needed <laughs> exactly to that's where i was kind of going with that is oh like, yeah she yeah. Well, she she has a terrible record she's she she yeah. laughingly was la- locking up you know people uh, and a lot of those people will happen to be yeah. you know black and brown people and you know it, it, she she's just as bad as anybody else and just because not- she's yeah, they're not pro legalization, so yeah. I know that they're not pro black person. Exactly. So, so okay, like, okay. Rada Rada says that 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 uh, Camel is a race traitor, which I'm, I'm <laughs> not going to say anything on that. I'm not going to. That's you, boo. That's you, boo. Stacy is the truth. She's have running for mayor. Tiger Woods went to the whites in the the race draft. You know, in the, <laughs> yeah, we talk about the race. We talk about the race draft often. Um, hold on just for that i'm gonna because i have uh i have uh an alert i wish you guys could see it i'm about it to alert. Do it. it was a, it was a, it was kanye's running for 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 white no in- it's, a, it's, it's it's dave Chappelle as prince yes and it's ashy larry in the background saying i'm rich bitch it's my <laughs> flaunt it's my flaunt alert i love dave Chappelle so much i love dave Chappelle as well he's a <laughs> he he's dave Chappelle. Listening to him made me more comfortable with my my identity. Because he was the first one. Because usually when you're talking about black issues, you're just talking about black issues. Like like even Issa Rae's show, mm-hmm. um, she, she had a web series called Diaries of an Awkward Black Girl, mm-hmm. where she dates this white dude. But it's like when she got her HBO show, like no interracial marriages, like re- relationships. We're not really ready for interracial relationships, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. Okay. But but Dave Chappelle he talks about the clash between the blacks and and the whites and and laughs and mm-hmm. that's He's all I ever wanted shit. you know. Do you remember his his bit when he was uh, he hangs out with his white friend Chip and they're driving? <laughs> yeah, and he just does the best white dude impersonation. <laughs> I didn't know you couldn't do that. I dude. didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> those those episodes those like those old episodes i mean i, I oh, love all of his stand-up i mean good. what was great about dave Chappelle is that he was like fuck you i'm not dealing with this i'm yeah, gonna fucking yeah. go and do whatever the fuck i want and then i'm gonna yeah. come back and just fucking lay it on you guys like it is and he oh my god like just he came in right at the right time right at a moment yeah. that needed somebody to be like no this is bullshit like what you're telling me is bullshit and yeah, and yeah. call it out and you know he took a lot of shit and, and i mean he's still taking a lot of shit but it's you know people have to say these things and and yeah. i've been say i've been preaching this for 
for months now just like you can't shut down these conversations this is how we get extremism this is how we get yeah. extremists on both sides it's on like both sides. and you have to see this shit you have to it has to be out in the open like we yeah. needed to see fucking the antifa guy shoot that guy in the face we needed to see these fucking white supremacists running over fucking people we need to yeah. see these fucking people in the open and air it out because freedom yeah. of speech doesn't mean we have to sit here and take this shit. It means that yeah. sometimes you're going to say something from somebody and it's going to get you fucked up. And that's why, you know what I mean? And that's why we yeah. need freedom of speech is because that's how we regulate what's too fucked up and what's not too fucked up. It's that's, how that's we beautiful. equalize shit. That's how we find balance. Is it, That's what makes this country so fucking awesome is that we can go and say these things. It's like, yes, yeah, you might have your little Nazi protest, but you might get shot in the fucking face, bro. Price of freedom. Whoa. Price Whoa. of freedom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's so, there's that's a so price. true. There is a price. And, and it, it is yeah. hefty. It can be hefty. But some time in Saudi Arabia. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that was a fun episode of Spirit Machines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Calm down. They're calling me Brother Mike now. You guys calm down. Uh, that's like Brother Mike. You calling me a pre no, I'm not a preacher. I'm just fucking some angry chubby guy oh. in Ohio. Anyways. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What your time in Saudi Arabia. Oh uh, yeah. I was in Saudi Arabia at like the beginning of the band. And um for like a month and a half. It was like forty days. Yeah. It was like it's like <laughs> I don't know. I I I, I there's lots of Jesus joking because you have to be sober in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> there's no alcohol there. There's, it's really hard to find drugs. Um, it's it you know they have it's the Muslim religion, so they have their prayers like five or six times a day, which is just an, a crazy experience. Um. And I don't know. It's just like they can't say whatever they want. They can't even say the word Allah, you know, like like and that's just the way their religion is. No hate. But like that, that kind of uh, non freedom of speech is built into their their society. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. They are. Uh, there's a lot. It's a lot less. Chaotic, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, people aren't just like going out and doing things, but it, it's a fear-based system right. that like, you know, makes it like that. Um, I don't know. It's, 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 it's weird because it is more dangerous here and mostly just because of the cops. Um, mm -hmm. Like I, I actually felt way safer when I was in Saudi Arabia wow. um, just because I didn't, I knew I wasn't going to get like pulled over and like, you know, right. Fucked with. Oh yeah. yeah, fucked with. I mean, there's other stuff with that because my my car, like the VIN number, overlapped with some stolen car. Uh, but so but they always got an excuse, don't they? Oh, there's so many excuses. <laughs> but well, here's the thing: is like I got it. My parents bought me a new car because we were just getting harassed, and wow. they thought it was the car. Oh and, my god, that much harassment! Um, Someone is asking about if that the women can show their skin. It just depends on what kind of skin you're wondering. And about. and where cuz it seemed like like it was around like maybe they would wouldn't have worn Dave showed me a lot of pictures of girls, you know, totally covered, mm -hmm. they eating french fries and and I asked him they said that it was cuz of Dave like they couldn't show themselves. It's more like who to who. Yeah. To who cuz uh, within your family like but to other people maybe not showing. Cuz women are like they wouldn't say that they're possessions but they're like they are considered like family possessions and yeah uh, i don't know that's just that's not how to say it at all but um you they don't they don't wear the is it what's it called hijab. Uh, 
burka? The burka. They don't wear the burka in their own house. Mm. Yeah, not at home. And they take pictures of each other, like of themselves, and like they send it over Snapchat to each other mm. without burkas on. Uh-oh. So, like, there's this whole digital community in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, speaking of digital communities, it seemed like a lot of the relationships, because you can't, oh. like, speak to the other sex, like, but you can text them. And wow. so there's, like, all sorts of, they're, like, living these digital lives. This Muslim workaround. Dang. Well, well, yeah. We should say that Dave wasn't there on tourism. He was he was there for work. You can't just go to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, he was there managing some, like, carnival attraction. Well, it's the world's biggest bounce castle. <laughs> so, it's pretty <laughs> important work, bro. It's, <laughs> you can, it's, it was pretty fun. There's a DJ station in the middle of this bounce castle area. That they came to Salt Lake. Which the, the Muslim kids would like DJ on, off their phones is, yeah. is hilarious. Because that's, that's what they got. That's what they're yeah. doing. I love that. I love that to the FYI shit. Just like, oh, this is what I'm doing. I'm doing it like but this. But some, some women would be like full. I could see their full face. Some of them, just their eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, like the blacker you were, the less of your face you saw. Wow. So the darker yeah. you are. It's so interesting how that like that that shade that that shade yeah. system spilled everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Everybody like in all these brown places where people are mostly brown it's like if you're lighter for some reason you're cooler and if you're darker you're the worst you know like it, whatever well, I just for there it's because like if you are from Saudi Arabia you're not you're not that dark mm. like they have lighter skin oh. um, so, so like a xenophobia yeah, maybe it's, it's, ah. yeah like the Yemenis were like the people who worked at gas stations and did a lot of the, the yeah. Egyptians the uh I forget where in Africa right now, but yeah, these are just people that aren't from there inherently. Uh, um, that's that's like know. an interesting. I always like going to other places and seeing other countries' racism because it's like <laughs> we've got problems. Like yeah. you could have other problems. Right. I went to Peru and learned about their kind of racism against looking indigenous. Yeah, you know, or um, or or they. I was there. They were celebrating their Independence Day. Mm-hmm. And but it was from Spain, and that blew my mind because you know we think of independence as being our thing, right. like when we asked the British and right. told them to go, you know, and it was funny. They were just like, "Oh, it's it so good." <laughs> not, that's not how. But 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 you know, it's it's. I think I think it's interesting. Just people anywhere, like like no matter where you have people, you're gonna have these divisions and these problems, especially when you get into scarcity, even with the bands, you know, as soon as yeah. you're in the famine system, everybody's rowdy and is just like fighting over playing some shitty venue, you know? Yeah. To nobody for no but money. Where did we play in San Diego? This was, this was not a shitty venue. I actually loved this venue. I mean, it's, it's kind of like the Royal, but in San Diego, it's, well, it's called the Bancroft. The Bancroft. Like How long Spring ago was this? Spring Valley. Recent, re- Spring like, Valley. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's like that's, that's where what... my wife's from, by the way. She's really oh, uh, Spring Valley. Yeah, so we Salt played... Lake. We we love a dive in Salt Lake. We we only have dive bars, so it's like maybe I don't know what a good a nice bar is like. <laughs> there's some nice bars in uh, in different parts of the city, <laughs> but you know, there's they. I, I like that they have like dive bars in like the hip part of the town, and really, <laughs> it's like 
just another expensive $20 drink night. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's a, it's called the dive and they just did a bad job decorating and it stinks. Oh, and they're what? like, we're cool now. Here's your fucking fancy little drink for $80. <laughs> yeah. We have one of those. It's called quarters. It's like an arcade bar and it's in a dingy basement, but they have these like $15 cocktails and I'm just like cognitive dissonance, man. I did not come here. <laughs> no. Terrible. are pretty cheap here in Salt Lake, though. The Bancroft. Hmm. Are they? Yeah. Well, only because people don't drink, so you have to make it cheap. Like people, right. people pay more. I was telling Dave this. People will pay more to go to a show without alcohol because they don't want to be around. They can't. You can't be around alcohol if you're Mormon and trying to keep on the up and up. Because uh, like being yeah. around it is like drinking. Yes. You know? Yes. 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 But, that's uh that's stupid but whatever you know i mean but i i get it when when i was first stopping yeah. drinking i was like i don't want to be around it and now like i think about when when i'm talking about i like twitch because i can just go in and just turn on and then turn off that i mean it because like working in the bar scene for the last however many mm -hmm. years and you know, like drunk people don't give a fuck about distance. They don't give a fuck about you no. know bubbles. They're just in your no. face, and I'm sure fucking dudes come up to you and just like try to put their arms around you and touch your hair and shit. You know, like it's really weird. It's really weird sometimes. Dudes do that to me. That is true. Yeah, yes. it's mostly him. I was just like, he gets the attention from the dudes. <laughs> well, you're the guitarist, correct, Dave? Yeah, mm. yeah. I so. just mean bars in general. Like I, I work door a lot, mm. and like. Women and men are always like, "Can I touch your hair?" <laughs> like you're a fucking zoo pet. <laughs> like, yeah. let me pet you. It's like, no, yeah, I'm good. Don't put your nasty fucking hands in my hair, bro. You were saying some. You were saying something earlier about a new car. You, your parents had to get you a new car because you were being okay. harassed so severely. It was it was funny because so so what happened is well well I didn't know I actually don't know they I haven't seen any evidence <laughs> but I did find out because because we were just getting stopped all the time and I thought it was because um we are just out late because we're doing a lot of shows going leaving Salt Lake which is not something that you should do <laughs> if if you're like you know stay in the Blue Island if you can't handle if you can't handle AR-15s being shot around you then like don't leave Salt Lake but but um. But I think it was it was just a weird I don't know if something shifted with the policing because it's like it used to be fine. And then all of a sudden in the last couple, like maybe five or six years, they've really been cracking down. And I think it's because Sog's getting gentrified and they're mm -hmm. they're trying to push out the homeless people. They're trying to push out. Yeah. They had this thing called Operation Rio Grande where they just arrested all of the homeless people here Jeez. to like get them into treatment beds. But there were no treatment beds. <laughs> there was no beds. They so, just And so I think they, they were. What do they do with them? Yes. They just like locked them up or um, made them leave town or. Um, yeah. Cause sometimes they'll just give you a bus ticket. Right. And they'll just be like, go to San Diego. That's what happens yeah. with all the people in Arizona. We get a bunch of like strung out zonies. Well, we used to Zonies because, because they would, uh, cause they would fucking, they would take all their fucking meth addicts and be like, well, here's a one way ticket to San Diego. Go live on the beach, bitch. You know, like have fun with that. There's a South Park episode about that. Yeah, well, it's a true so, thing. It's a true that's, thing. That's hilarious. I, I, I had to learn about it in my my social study, not social, uh, my sociology class in college. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But so, so we were getting we were getting pulled over all the time, and and since they have this, I guess the VIN number, somebody didn't put the entire VIN number of mm -hmm. the stolen car. No, no, no. It's like when cops look up VIN numbers, only the first five numbers come up. 
Yeah. And but it's a 10 digit number. And yeah. they the first five dump numbers are exactly the same as this car in South Carolina that's been stolen. It's not even the same make or model. It's an Acura and I drive a Honda Accord. And so it's like they can say it's like that, but really if they had just they see me and Dave together, especially when we're together, we look crazy, mm -hmm. you know, and, and they're pulling us over, but they're not asking for our IDs. They're not asking for registration. They're just pulling us out of the car, yeah. being really aggressive. And um, yeah, one time on, we have this holiday here called Pioneer. Oh yeah. It's Pioneer Day. It's like when, it's like a Mormon, it's like when we discovered the Valley and decided that the West desert was too intense and we we're going to stay here actually. Um, and dum 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 dum. But it's like for the July, for the July in Utah, there's a lot of patriotism. Um, and so this is the 24th of July, and so between the fourth and the 24th, it's just like partying and fireworks. Lots of fireworks. Lots of fireworks. Yeah. Like they relax the, the laws on fireworks every year. But anyway, we were driving, <laughs> and they're real fireworks. These are like these are these aren't your little small like snakes in the road. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're like next to your house. Like yeah. Start a forest fire type of fucking fire. Yeah. yeah. But, but anyway, so, so we're, we're getting harassed. So we already know like not to drive on the main streets. So I've been like sneaking around the city for a while, especially Jeez. when I got my drug charge and couldn't get in trouble again. And, and so we, but we made the mistake of driving on state street and immediately we're getting pulled over. How dare and, you? Which is like why we don't drive on straight State Street. But it's like, this is my reality where I have to really think about my route and like, because if a cop sees me, oftentimes they're pulling me over. Um, or at least they were then. All this protesting has really stopped that. And COVID. So, and COVID. So I'm really excited about that. But, but I don't know. I don't know. So they pull us out. They like, and they immediately grab Dave and they're like on top of him. You know, like with with the the guns and everything. No, like like li no license registration. Just, just pulling them on on my knees behind the car. Two cops on yeah. me, restraining me with their hands forcefully. Yeah, but this has already happened. Like seven, I think that was like our seventh, like really aggressive stop. So I explained to the dudes, I was like, whoa, 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 this is happening. It's not. It's an Acura, not an Accord. And the guy looks behind him and is like, let up, let up, you know, and. But, but the cops, when they realize that they've made this mistake, they're embarrassed. And an yeah. embarrassed, ashamed cop is not the cop that you want to deal with. Yeah. That's an aggressive cop. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm, I'm really like, I'm really nice. And my whole family's white, you know, so it's like I know how to how to deal. But oh, my gosh, our drummer, he is very entitled to his rights. And he was with us yeah. during one of the stops. And he's just like, you can't do. And I'm just like, whoa, dude, like, do not yeah. make waves in this situation for me, please. Like, yeah. He's like, I know this is an illegal search, like making a big thing about it. But they were it. doing illegal things. Yeah, but they're doing illegal things. And uh, yeah, I eventually had to go to the police station and complain about it because I was like, you know, and my parents got me the new car, but then it still happened. I got, so actually the day that I drove the car from the lot, I got pulled over Ugh. in Ogden and they were just like, well, we couldn't see your temporary tag. Like, have you been drinking? And I was like, literally just bought this car do you think i would drive it drunk around and so so i thought it was the old car that was giving me the heat ah. but dave's been driving it now and he says that he hasn't got pulled over once in it i got pulled over one time and it was a very fun experience honestly <laughs> i had uh we the cop made some fun jokes um he didn't notice that my uh right rearview mirror is taped on with yellow duct tape <laughs> <laughs> and has no mirror. Yeah, the car's a beater too, so it's also about like looking poor. Yeah, right? which is really like I think what Martin Luther King always knew was that it was a socio. It has to be a socioeconomic movement. Yeah, because 
And that's what's causing the divisiveness is because here in Salt Lake, we have those zonies. Mm-hmm. They're our friends. <laughs> They're the outcasts who get who they go way too hard after they start drinking yeah. and that sort of thing. And um and but they're feeling mad. They're feeling sad and left out and not heard. Yeah. And this Black Lives Matter thing is exacerbating that. Yeah. And so they're getting even angrier and thinking it's this race thing when it's really just a lack of opportunities. Because yeah. well, it's, it's both. Well, it's a combination of many things of yeah. people that have money and are white, you know, doing whatever the fuck they want to do. Well, well, it's it's not the thing that I'd like to, people to know is that it's not just about getting stopped in these confrontations with the police. It's it's that patch that I had to wear when like my, my white friend, he didn't have to take a P test. I had to pay $75 a week for that patch. Oh, and then, you know, it's like, I'm paying these fines. And then to get my expungement, I'm like paying $65 and there's a hundred steps that you could easily easily get. Like if English wasn't your second, na- second, if it wasn't even English, wasn't your first language. I don't know how you'd navigate this, the system. Meanwhile, she's a chemist. Yeah. PhD. You know what I mean? She's like not. It's causing me stress. It's like holding me back. Every time I see a white car behind me, I have this like rush of adrenaline. Jesus. You know what I mean? It's like making me on edge all the time. I can't go to the protests. Yeah. Like people yeah. are like, why aren't you protesting? It's like, I cannot get in trouble again. Yeah. Like, like I got a record, son. I got warrants. <laughs> point, point 0.3 grams of marijuana. Oh my gosh. I got she, warrants. <laughs> I got this. Do you, do you guys have CBD yet? Oh, you have to be careful with CBD. There's to. a lot of. I don't. I just like to smoke weed. I, I don't. Yeah, I'm old fashioned. Like even dab. Oh. I went to a head shop and they were only. They're like these are for dab, and I was like, what the fuck is dab? Like, <laughs> it's just a new way to fuck you up. <laughs> like it, these things smell just like weed. They oh, taste kind of weed, but it's just like a CBD joint that this place out of Portland oh, sent to cool. my wife. Uh, possible sponsorship and they just sent some samples it does do stuff it does relax you what is this this is puro puro canagars uh yeah not bad cbd is a cool thing well i really want to enter the marijuana industry actually i'm a pharmaceutical chemist and i feel like there's a lot of good that can be done with weed pharmaceuticals but now i i can't enter it because i have this record and so it's like the whole weed industry is about to shut all black people out you know, oh, of course, it's like it we is. have, we get disproportionately charged with crimes, which is what happened in our car. Three white, or three, you know, two white people and one black one. They yeah. were only trying to get me, you know. Yeah. But, but in any case, like I don't, I'm like at the same time, like cops are really important for our community, and definitely, I'm like in a military family. We do need order, but they are they are trained, they are trained to to. You know, we were talking about this last time. We were talking about they get 16 hours. What was it? 16 hours total of just uh, what was it? Of dealing training on how to deal with the public. Everything else is just shooting and 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 they barely keep up on that. I mean, like, when's the last time? Uh, you saw a big fat fucking cop get out of the car. No, you fucking uneducated piece of shit. Go lose some weight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know that sounds I, yeah. bad towards cops, but what I'm saying is that we facilitated this fucking th- this yeah. this 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 institution that yeah. allows bad people to rise to the top. It allows bad people to keep doing that. And and yeah. furthermore, you're, I, I agree with you 100% that this is more of a socioeconomic thing than I think yeah. than race because I don't believe most people are just hate 
black people just because I hate you know I don't think that's the case. Everybody has their little yeah. biases and their little yeah, you know yeah. microaggressions that come out here and there, but it's still it, it's not like this overt. Like your father says, you don't know yeah. you know like you don't know what racism is. Like your father, my mother. You know, her father has dealt with real shit. And I'm not trying to take yeah. away from anyone's experience because yeah, I've dealt with it. You have your story. I have my stories. But it's, it, it's, uh, what the fuck were we talking about? See, this Oh, yeah, the- we're, we're. Yeah, I think I think that we're getting oh, yes. a lot of socioeconomic Exactly. Stuff. If we yeah. could, if we could, if we could find a way to where we could give people more of a balanced starting place mm-hmm. rather than like you are yeah. in the gutter and that's probably where you'll die. Yeah. Moving on. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if exactly. people had more of an opportunity to get somewhere and have yeah. more of a footing and maybe if we didn't defund the police, and I know there's some weird things about that, but reallocating funds, maybe fund them more, maybe train them better. Maybe them tra- yeah, train maybe, them better. Maybe make and, them master degree motherfucking yeah. ninjas. I don't know. Fucking let's what just happen to the police academy. <laughs> right. What happened to the police academy? What happened no, to Bob? Yeah. Goot, man. Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Gutenberg. The goot. We need to bring back the goot. Okay. Well, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, definitely, definitely with the, the training and you know, cause, cause what black people don't want to hear is like, you know, who are these white cops who are doing this? What made them this way? If we had a little bit more compassion and dealt with them, we should deal with our veterans more. I think if we funded veteran services more, then we'd see a lot of these police officers who come from that route, you know, from the National Guard or whatever, um, you know, heal a little bit better. And then they're not like just yesterday in Salt Lake, a cop shot a 13 year old autistic boy. You know what I mean? It's like they're shooting at everyone. They're shooting yeah. at everyone right yeah. now. Yeah. You know, and it's like, like, let's just fix it. It's I don't understand why it has to be such a like, there's, like you're a bad person if you this and that. Like, fixing the police is not my job, but I guess it is now. <laughs> well, I mean, fuck, somebody's got to fucking, you know, we Somebody. someone's got to do something. I mean, like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what those solutions are, but I I know what they ain't. I guess uh, they ain't yeah. fucking like taking. I mean, like, what happened when you took the cops off the streets? Shit, ha- shit popped off, right? Like, well, oh, yeah. the cities that did that, it fucking went real bad real quick. And so it's like, let's not hate the police. Let's just rethink these fucks, you know? Because we don't need GED high school dropouts with fucking anger problems and and, and fucking, you know, like got picked on in high school and just want to take it out on the rest of the world, you know? Like these are the people that we're attracting to to uphold one of the most honorable things, one of the most should be considered one of the most honorable things to do up there with teaching and shit. Like we should be fucking giving, respecting these people. People for putting their lives on the line to, to yeah. better our lives, but we're we're attracting the lowest common denominator. We're fucking yeah. you know, we're fucking attracting um, fucking fat ass Bubba from fucking Alabama. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I mean, just look at doctors. When you talk to doctors, like they weed out doctors so heavily that you have to passionately want to save people above, you know, and it's like if we could make it more like because some some police officers are really dedicated you know and they're well the reason for that is because the like as a doctor you're almost to a fault held to accountable yeah Yeah. you're held accountable yes um you the insurance that it takes to insure a person to be you know a medical practitioner is like if we if it was the same process to become a cop uh we probably wouldn't have any cops (laughs) (laughs) yeah right no one would want to be a cop but you know, um, it would well, just be like you know, it's, it's hard. Yeah, to, of course. To be, 
a doctor. It's, it takes a lot of training to be a doctor. Right. Imagine if it took that much training to be a cop. That much schooling, that much money. Well, at least I mean, at least something closer to what the military has to go through. You know, like at least something. Like I mean, just something. Like give them a little bit more fucking tools to work with. Because right now, all they have is a gun and a fucking. It's just it's attack, 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 and it's not. Let's. I think it should all be cops. It should be like a rotation, like hall, like the hall pass person. I mean, oh, or like. Like, well, in a lot of countries, you have to do some service, military yeah. service, yeah. for a couple of years. and That might not be a bad idea. Imagine yeah. if it was like, it was like, oh, dude, I'm on shift. Like, just can you not now at least? <laughs> dude, as soon as I get off, we're going to smoke one and burn one. <laughs> right now, bro, just put it out pretty please with sugar on it. Um, So I don't want to leave on, a, on, on this... Oh, yeah. Out, but so, but so tell me something positive that's coming out for that you guys are looking forward to that's coming up spirit machines um so we have that digital show it's exciting because like creating digital content is actually harder than showing up it turns out you know and more and so it's like to be consistently putting out stuff it's tough because mm. we're also like not the most we're kind of goony and so like we try and take videos and it's just you know, maybe we would be good on Twitch when people do want like the real us. I think so. Know? I think people really liked you guys. Like they, I, I think, um, I think, the, I think that you guys would resonate well. I mean, yeah. well, it's exciting. I mean, a lot of our fans are like, it's, it's been interesting in engaging with these people on Facebook. Cause you can see a little bit about them. And a lot of them do have like Confederate flags and that sort of stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, when I get heat about the black square, it's just like, dude, I'm reaching those people. You're, mm-hmm. you're, choosing not to engage with those people yeah yeah you know what i mean like i like, do I, just, I think people are interesting i'm not a very judgmental person i just like people's story and so i'm excited to get to know more people and to to reach go more global especially with our music and and to we have a lot of new music that we've been writing um and we have a new cover that we're like we're, we're yeah. thinking about doing baby i'm gonna leave you yeah zeppelin it's one of my favorite oh, songs okay just just the zeppelin the tool people gave us hate but tool people hating is how they love so it's like really it was a lot of love we got some real hate from the zeppelin people who are like you're diluting the zeppelin and so we want to clap wish, back wish they were right they're right they're <laughs> right sorry sorry hey. i was but but we we're gonna clap back um not clap back but celebrate one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. babe i'm gonna leave you we're gonna make a video of that this pale horse show hopefully has a good visual representation of what our live feel is because i think that's when we do our best is live and you can't fake that the mm. first time i did a live stream and there was no audience i was like holy shit i feed i really rely on that feeding and yeah. i'm now i can i just imagine and i feel people out there and well, can do it but here's one more yeah. one more lob for pitch or for twitch um so right. what's awesome about chat is like i i really highly suggest you guys go out and just hang out in some chats and just check it out because yeah. you'll see people playing and they have these things like emojis but they call them emotes and people have personalized emotes okay. and, and so what they do is they'll drop these emotes and it's almost like people dancing but what's crazy is like all of a sudden there's this thing called like a hype train and people are just donating money and people right. are, are dropping these emotes and your chat's just going blah 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 blah, blah. And there is a palpable feel like you can feel it like you can like literally yeah. feel it like uh, there's this thing called raids where people will just bring in like 
you know, like a bunch of people from their chat and they'll just raid your shit. It's like, when's the uh -huh. last time you were playing at a concert venue and like a friend of yours popped in with 80 people and they all started screaming raid and dancing to your music. You know what I mean? It's fun. So I like that. It sounds... It's incredible. And if you guys do get on Twitch, please let me know. I got friends that I can connect you with and like I will totally fucking bring you guys into the fold. I mean, I'm not shit. I mean, like it's not like I'm fucking murdering it, but I just started. No, and... no. Well, you, you do need to start. I mean, it took me like 10 years to to figure figure out Spotify, you know, and now I'm like, "Oh, cool. I'm I'm a slow adopter." So, I'd like that, especially cuz Well, it's a lot you know, of it's tech heavy too. So, I, if you guys yeah. are are okay well, with I've being got this guy. If I got this. Are, yeah, if you're okay with tech, then it, it's not shit. And it looks like you pretty much got what you need already. So, oh yeah, I yeah, definitely think I think you guys should look into. It. Okay, so are, can you guys? Uh, do you guys got time for a quick game? Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. So, oh, oh dude, right. this is my favorite game. My dad's a flea. Like I lived at pawn shops. Oh, just me too, man. Me too. Guy. Dude, I'm. I want to know what this goes for on Craigslist, but don't do that because, like, that's like that's a gimme. I well, want a new thing. Well, yeah. I'm. We're not. I don't. I don't usually bring up instruments for musicians. I'm excited. So I'm, I'm not. Please, please don't, because that'll put me in a hole that I can't afford to be in. Hold on. I got. <laughs> I gotta find my patches. I have patches. I can't, if you guys win, I can't send you CBD. Reyna has signed off on, it is okay. So we are gonna be giving away a CBD, two CBD what? dubers. The yeah, uplifting cool. or the relax, Reyna? I think she said relax. So we're gonna send out either one of these and I have patches, but I don't know where I put them. I wanna meet Reyna. It sounds like you guys are like our bizarro world couple. <laughs> I'm like... kind of, I'm kind of, yeah. Here, yeah, um, yeah. here, um, I can, I'll shout her out in the chat. So if you guys want to follow that link after we're done, oh yeah, um, I think Dave has it up here. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, if you Google Raina Mystique, you you'll find her. She's everywhere. There's no getting around her. She is a force to be reckoned with in a lovely way. Um, yes, yeah, the behind the scenes force. I I support. Dave in that so I understand it is like a lot of you're like holding cables driving cables around yeah it gets fucking it Give, gets, given given people stuff on stage is <laughs> one of, like it's a it's hard to, to date a musician and support them but it's it's fun it's yeah, a good life it is I think so. I think it's amazing to have a partner who's like yeah. who who views the world like me, like where it's just yeah. like let's just fucking do it however we gotta do it, baby. We're fucking being you oh. against the world. She's um, a musician as well. She is. She's my. What, what's her What's her her Insta? She, she is a vote. Raina Mystique. Sabrina Mystique. Raina. Oh, Raina Mystique. I put it in the chat if you guys have it available. I'm looking for my patches, guys. Give me one second. All right, I'll be right back, everybody. I'm abandoning ship to one second. Patches. This this sounds awesome acoustic. Yeah, this, yeah. this is a good pickup. This this is fun. I don't mind that people aren't asking us about race stuff in the music interviews because it is about the music. But it's fun to talk about it too. Oh my gosh. I just feel like it should. Alright guys. We still haven't talked about the box. My wife has come through and saved my ass because well. That's what she does. Oh. Saved my ass again. Right or die. Okay, so here, here's what we got up for grabs today. We got, of course, we got our CBD joints. 
We got Epstein didn't kill himself patch from our sponsor, we uh, modedstudios.com. Oh. Go to modedstudios.com, find all your fully embroidered patches and apparel. M O D E D S T U D I O S. Modedstudios.com. Oh. Okay, and then let's see, what else we got? We'll do two since um, I'm, I'm, I was talking a lot. So, uh, okay, it'll be up to you guys. What do you want to do? Do you want to be? This is a San Diego neighborhood, Hillcrest, or do you want to do the old school S? Oh, oh, that's the old school binder. Yeah. Uh, binder. Okay, so we're gonna go with Epstein didn't kill himself and this whatever they called this back in the day and the, the joints. It's the Skechers S. I don't. It's not a Skechers. Though. I don't know what it is. What is it, Reina? Please play us uh, something, Dave. Oh, they. Oh, Mango. What's up? I'm sorry I didn't see you. I've been lurking, but I love this game. Oh, hell yeah! You're right on time. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about this game. Uh, oh, you're playing Fall Guys? Oh shit! I, I heard that's fun. Everyone's playing it, and I'm. I, don't, I haven't. Uh, um, please. Okay. Oh well, they want you to play. Well, he hate the human race wants you to play something real quick, Dave. Do you mind just strumming real quick? Yeah. I would grab grab the other the other one. If that's okay, we're running. Yeah, this is our mini guitar. This is our morning routine, by the way. Usually we just be smoking bowls and drinking coffee, and Dave. Dave plays. That's how we did Zober. Is we were just d dicking around in the morning, just doing this. Oh, I and love the, that. And the that's a oh man, the this things tuned like crazy. The Craigslist game that or or just just like I'm a flea. Like I have a lot of instruments, oh. and I'm very I'm very poor, so they're like not expensive instruments. Well, that's I'm like maybe why we need to do Twitch. We don't. Our our symbol has a really big bite out of it, and we just have like zero budget to fix it. And <laughs> I don't know, we're we're struggling in that way. Well, that's okay. You, you Too proud to ask for money. I wanted to do a Kickstarter, but Kickstarter. My... Yeah, it's like a weird thing. Mike's like, but then we'll look stupid when it when we make don't it. when we inevitably fail. <laughs> when we inevitably fail. <laughs> I love that attitude. That's that go get them attitude. I love. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. So yeah, oh, yeah. The, hold up the, the shirt. Merch. Hold up the shirt. I've been I've been making the merch, so that's my quarantine project is learning how to silk screen. Yeah. Like watch it burn. Twenty twenty. Watch it burn, and we'll watch the video. I got it queued up right after we're done here. We're gonna go right into the video. Oh yeah. And then uh, and then uh, and so as soon as Dave gets his guitar tuned, we'll oh, do yeah. a little. Crazy. I'll get set up with the with the game while you guys get get tuned up. That's it. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. 
I have a whole Let's poem get about claps, guys. Let's get some claps. Often. Times. Beautiful. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right, we're going to play How Much Does It Cost on Craigslist. Uh, yes. It's it's sort of like The Price is Right, but you can go over the price. It's whoever. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the claps, Wallace. I appreciate it. Um, so it's it's like The Price is Right, but you can go over the price. It's whoever is closest to the actual price. So we, uh, uh, we will start right now. <laughs> I'm going to share the screen with you guys so you can see it. Um, let me see entire your entire screen share it and boom and here's the share and here we go i'm going to present in present mode how much does it look at? i got a slideshow and everything everybody y'all should be proud of proud of your boy i'm over here doing things okay so okay modedstudios.com here we go first item up for bid Tons of scrap metal art supplies. $700. Okay, okay. Hold your bids. Hold oh, your okay. bids. Sorry, hold your bid. I, I'll read the description and then uh, we'll make our bids as soon as, uh, as soon as I'm done. Over the past 12 years, we have accumulated an incredible collection of hand-picked scrap metal artifacts. We have more than we can weld together in two lifetimes, so we're selling off half of our inventory to one ambitious artist. Go to our website for over 100 more photos and more information. 100 more photos of her their pile of garbage. So... We got a pile of garbage, everybody. How much does this cost on Craigslist? All right, we're going to start with the spirits. What is your bid, spirits? $700. $700 for the spirits. Raina says $250. Yeah. Everybody drop your bids if you want to play for, uh, let's see, we got, uh, oh, Wallace says $350. Oh, that shit. That looks like an I need $700 pile of <laughs> <laughs> I think they'd sell it for seven hundred dollars, but I think that it's more like fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars. Oh, okay. So let's split you guys up then. Let's say that you guys are are separate on this then, because I like that. Yeah. So Pepper yeah. said seven hundred, and then Dave. Yeah, that looks like somebody who desperately needs exactly seven hundred dollars. And then, so Dave, are you saying fifteen hundred then? I'll say fifteen hundred because I think two thousand is a bit much. But all right, yeah, because the scrap metal. I don't know what scrap metal goes for, but people sure do drive around trying to pick it up. <laughs> they, <in> they, <laughs> they, they certainly. Oh, this is Detroit. Uh, it's for art. It, it, they're 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 marketing it for art. So and yeah. it's out of Washington, somewhere in Washington. So wherever uh, wherever this is in Washington, because sometimes location can matter on oh, these yeah. things. Oh my yeah, god, you guys true. can't even see half of it. My bad. <gasps> that's that's so much. I would. I'm like I I like will hoard no, some junk. We can see I, enough. Of I would definitely try and buy some of that. <laughs> that that hot garbage. I would get all that <laughs> garbage. <laughs> Oh, There's be... probably an epiphone <laughs> You're probably right. All right. Actual retail price on Craigslist. $35,000. What the fuck? We got some psychopaths, ladies and gentlemen. We got some crazy motherfuckers out there trying to get hype up. <laughs> 
one more zero and comma and the, I think they were really trying to sell that for 3500 Dave for the win all right I Dave did you did get that you you see wow. Dave saw through Dave saw through the facade he saw through the 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 garbage there and he saw the real meat he saw the real he saw the epiphone in the hands of the homeless man that is this pile of trash oh my god that sounded terrible Jesus Christ. Is that okay. the, the name of your show is I Love I Heart Trash? <laughs> I Heart Trash. Welcome back to I Heart Trash. So I did get some silk screening stuff like in sort of like a pile like this recently. It looks like silk screening stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, seven, there's at least $700 of usable stuff there. But 35000 they must have a lot of metal. What? That's crazy. Mango thought her bid was too high. She said it was six eighty five. You were so wrong, Mango. It's okay. I'm sorry you're well, lagging a bit. I hope it's not me, and it's not because I, I just, just I ain't you should change shit. the game to I Spy and just use those photos. They said they have hundreds of photos of this garbage. That's like <laughs> I don't know why we got lots more photos of our garbage. If you guys want to get in on it. So, Dave, um, when we're done, go ahead and email me an address and I will, or a P.O. box and I'll send it out um, mm -hmm. tomorrow or today. Or, or wait, today I can't. Tomorrow I can. Happy Labor Day, everybody. Uh, two of my American friends, thank you for hanging on Labor Day. Uh, okay, next item up for bid. And I think this will be our last item because I still wanted to play the video for the band. So, here we go. This is a little bit, this is a little bougie now. This is out of... Miami, Florida, uh, 18 karat uncut diamond pokey jewelry. Beautiful wow. 18 karat gold Indian kundan pokey okay. necklace with earring set in uncut diamond and hand painted enamel in the backside. Excellent condition. Free shipping. Do you have to buy it from Kevin Garnett? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that who it costs? Oh no! You're just have you're making uncut trip. gems. No, I have. Oh, I have with Adam Sandler. That movie's actually pretty good. It's, it's a good movie. I have seen that. That what a like what a. I'm sorry, but who the fuck just lets anybody hold a diamond or anything like that? What like that is like the. I'm sorry. That premise is is faulty because <laughs> no one. I don't care how famous you are. If fucking money is money, and, and and people who have it just want more of it. So. Please, I'm not handing my shit over to a, a basketball player. Kevin Garnett's different, though, man. Kevin Garnett is like, he's, he's a, a ball of energy. It's <laughs> I, ball I, of it energy, I've heard a lot about it. You wouldn't give that to LeBron James or like any other <laughs> NBA player, but like Kevin Garnett, you'd be like, all right, Kevin. All right. Okay, so the the bids are already starting. So, um, uh, Dave, I, since I don't know about jewelry, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say thirty five thousand. Yeah, yeah. 35. I'm gonna go that too. Thirty five thousand. Okay, so you guys are okay. So Pepper, since you guys are playing separately, you can make oh. it. It has to be a different oh oh it has to be different. Um, but you could do like thirty five thousand and one or thirty five. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna come down and say twelve thousand. Oh, okay. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. You know change the no, whole I'm thing thinking about it. <laughs> okay so uh drop your you drop your bids in the chat if you guys yeah pepper is twelve thousand. dave is 35 and uh i'll let you that's guys only because of what that trash cost <laughs> <laughs> bro that trash i i just when i saw that i was just like these people are insane like <laughs> 
I love those ones. I love the insane people's pose because they're just like way overpriced. It's like I have this I have this watering can from 1985, $60,000. It's like, okay, this is a psychopath. Uh, all right, Mighty Mighty says 25000 um mango says oh yeah, mango okay thank you mango for putting down daves um okay i think that's everybody so we're playing uh dave do you know if you want the epstein or the the s patch or do you want me to illegally mail I definitely you want the s patch okay the s patch is off the table folks um but we do have CBD and we do have Epstein killed himself up for grabs. So that's what you guys are bidding for right now. And our and the CBD is from Puro Canagars out of Washington, which I had wrong earlier. CBD is not illegal, but uh, I don't know if it's is it illegal in in, in Salt Lake though. Um, I feel like Salt Lake has its, it's own laws. It's allowed. Oh, okay. So I could I could send it to you yeah, legally. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's federally. Uh, legal now. All right, guys. For the win. Actual retail price on Craigslist. $24,500. Mighty, mighty. Did you take that again? Mighty, mighty won last time, too. Man, mighty, mighty, you just out there killing it. All right. Well, there you go, folks. There you have it. Dave and Mighty Mighty are the winners of today's round of. We were How we were like high and low of it, high uh, and low. That's like, see, what, but which would you choose if you had to like choose one of them like as your prize for just living and breathing? Like, like what would you go with? Would you go with a pile of trash or would you go with this weird necklace? And if you got the necklace, you'd have to you'd have to wear it, obviously. Wait, wait, say it again. Like, which one would you choose? Like, like if you were on a prize show, like, and the, those were your prizes. <laughs> uh, oh, a pile of trash or a necklace? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'd definitely go for the necklace because, I mean. It would look good on you. I think so. I think it would I would go for the trash, 100%. Because <laughs> you never know what you're going to find in a pile yeah. of trash, bro. It could be anything. And you could, Tetanus. like, you could take that metal <laughs> and make it into 35. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. See, I want to look at that picture more because I, and if you blow up the background, I don't think it's just that trash. Right. There's I, more to it. There's so much more trash. Was, was that trash one of a one a recent post? Because I listened to this podcast where he calls people from Craigslist who are selling stuff. Him talking to those trash people would be <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah, that would be tight. Uh, you can send that in. I can just send you the 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 thing, Mango. If you want, just remind me. I'll send you the 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 screenshot because I just screenshot. But yeah, this is from a recent post. So that's this is hilarious. That's a funny concept. <laughs> Spirit machines, thank you so much. I sincerely appreciate yeah, you guys coming you. on and chatting it up. I, I know we I'm went long as fuck, but you know, I you guys hung in there like champions and. Um, just I, I really do appreciate I, I, I wish I could oh, thank you Raina for the claps they're clapping for you guys well thank you so much and, and again you, you know you guys are awesome I, I, I love your guys vibe and I, I do think that you guys have and, and whoever reached out to me in the first place thank you so much thank you all for the claps I appreciate that whoever reached out on Instagram thank you so much because I didn't even get to the other music that I found because I went and started immediately started like uh, looking into the music to whoever reached out 
and it's kind of funny, right? It's like that's what I thought. I thought you were talking about my music. Yes, yeah, so oh, yeah, Dave's Spo stuff. Yeah, yeah. That 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 was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Mm. So uh, I I don't know if it was meant to be funny. I hope I'm not insulting. You. It is meant to. Be no, funny. it is funny. That's that's like why I, I met I met David an open mic and his funny music kind of got me because uh, it was serious but also funny. Yeah, I like that. Tenacious well, D vibes. Ah yes, yeah. My wife had a similar experiment experience, but she thought I was um. She thought, I, what's the correct word to saying um, mentally deficient or <laughs> mentally, what's the right word? I'm trying here, folks. I'm fucking trying. Um, she thought I was mentally disabled. I'm, I'm just shot, shot in the dark. Yeah, you cute. Yeah, she was like, oh, he's cute, but I think he's, me- I think there's something wrong. I think he's on the spectrum or something. And it was really, I was on heroin. That was the problem. <laughs> that, was, that was the problem. All right, guys. Spirit Machines, everybody. Go check them out. Spiritmachines.com. And uh, this will be out on audio in a couple weeks. So we will be in touch more. But I do appreciate it, folks. Thank you so much. And we are going to go ahead and check out their latest single and uh, video called watch it bird and you can watch get that bird. t-shirt at spirit is that available now spirit machine um, if you if you want a watch it burn t-shirt you can you can message us about it and we'll get you one <laughs> follow them up and uh uh have a good time with it all right guys well here's their latest video enjoy
and that was Watch It Burn of the Spirit Machines. Uh, you can find that and Zober on their album, their latest album, or I think it's their only album, their first album, their debut album, Feel Again. You can get that at spiritmachinesband.com. Go out there, get yourself some spirit. Um, again, thank you, Pepper and Dave. I really do appreciate that, uh, the conversation we had. I, I thought it was very honest and open, and you guys know how I love that. I, I love honest, open relationships. Well, n- not marriage. <laughs> I'm not into open relationships with marriage. Um, uh, okay, well, we're moving on. Go, go. Go like, subscribe, review. Go like us on Facebook, Instagram, all those things. Uh, subscribe on Apple iTunes, YouTube, uh, Twitch. Uh, you can also leave a review for us on iTunes. Anywhere you can leave a review, it helps. Um, you can, And we'll read them on air. Uh, write an email at wespeakenglishgood at gmail.com. We'll read those on air as well. Come join us on the stream. I am having so much fun with this fucking stream. I'm telling you, it is a ball. Um, yeah, twitch.tv slash we speak English good. I just, I mean, I, we have so many fire ass guests coming up. Uh, let's see, Friday we have a wonderful singer songwriter out of Hawaii. Uh, his name is Maddie Wong, or maybe Maddie Wongy, but it's at Maddie Wongy on Twitch if you want to follow him up that will be a live and direct interview on twitch this friday at 3 p.m eastern standard time so please do tune in for that um i think that's about everything i i I went to washington dc last week and um as i i told you last week i guess on the podcast we uh we had a great time It, it it was a good time but it was definitely weird it was definitely like Walking Dead vibes, and <laughs> it was definitely a um, it was definitely a weird and uh, uh, well, there was people with megaphones saying, you know, talking about God and our children and, and and the uncertainty of the future, and there was like this weird little ominous little girl with like this weird sign that said some stuff on it, who was just standing there staring blankly. Uh, there was just armed policemen with like automatic rifles in front of the White House, and there's barriers in front of the White House. I mean, the wood, there was boarded up window fronts for stores. St. John's Church across the street from Lafayette Square in Washington D.C. was boarded up because uh, people were smashing out windows and rioting and shit. I mean, there was just the walls down there especially in lafayette square i mean the there there's there's fences around the landmarks they're gonna build a new fence in front of the white house because they think the six foot fence that's in front of it now is not secure enough so they're gonna it's gonna be uh it says something about technology or something it's gonna be a wave of the future technology fence which means like what like anti-climbing fence i don't know it's insane but uh it was it was really weird but it was great to get out of town. It was great to, to travel. Um, who knows if we have the coronavirus? <laughs> we still it still hasn't been two weeks, but I'm not. I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling pretty good. We took a lot of precautions. We ended up going for Reina's stream, and um, she uh, uh, she did like an IRL stream. So we went to the Smithsonian Zoo, 
originally we were going to go to the Cincinnati Zoo, but we found out that Harambe was killed there and Raina got bummed out. And so we changed it to the Smithsonian. Uh, but it was amazing. Like all the animals seemed to come out and like get, give us a little show. Like the tiger was going, Rawr! I didn't even know that's what tigers sounded like. I thought they sounded like lions roars, but it's like, Rawr! Rawr! in my head, he's saying, help, help. This is not the jungle. This is fucking middle of fucking the United States. I need like jungle tempers, 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 jungle temperatures and humidity. And um, <laughs> I, I just get bummed out when I see animals all locked up and stuff. I just, it's not my favorite way to see animals it's just it, they just look sad but these animals look very happy and how the hell do i know what, how these animals are feeling i mean they just get fed all day they don't have to chase motherfuckers down you know like they just get food and walk around in circles all day and yay see i mean it just doesn't make sense to me like right like a, 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 an animal has to hunt especially a predator has to hunt and has to exercise properly these things had like fat bags under their stomachs and shit. <laughs> Help! Help! Oh, but it was fun. It was a really good time. We went, we ate a ton of food, which DC has amazing food. Um, here in Toledo, we do not have amazing food. And if there is amazing food, it's all like bar food. It's like, this is amazing hamburger. You know, <laughs> like, these are amazing onion rings. Uh, <laughs> So it's, it, it uh, God. So we ate a lot of really, really good food, and we stayed in a really nice hotel. And the part of town we stayed in was really cool. It was like a little hipster vibe right down the street from the from the zoo itself. And um, I mean, we just had a blast. We we um, it was just nice to get out. We took our son with us. He seemed like he. He broke out of his shell because this whole quarantine has been so confusing for him. So it was just been, ah, I, I feel bad for the kid. He's, he's, you know, imagine being six and going through this fucking pandemic, you know? So, uh, but it, it seemed to heal him a lot. And so anyways, I'm being called by my wife. She just got done streaming. So I'm going to wrap this up. I just want to let y'all know it was a good time. We're safe. I don't think I have coronavirus, but I'll let you know next week. I should know by next week. <laughs> Tune in Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Maddie Wongi, singer-songwriter of Hawaii. I think our next release, I can't remember. Let me see who it is. I don't think I have it even down. I don't know who our next release is, but it'll be a surprise. So, all right, guys. Take care of yourself. Fucking be safe out there. I mean, like, Washington, D.C. really did freak me out a bit. I mean, La Lafayette Square was just fenced off and empty and just whew, really weird vibes. Like, the shopping districts, I mean, they were just dead. Like, traffic. There was no traffic in Washington, D.C. It's it, There's plenty of asshole drivers. Don't get me wrong. But there was, like, rush hour. Was, I mean, I've been to D.C., motherfucker. I've been to D.C. I know how that traffic is. There's barely any traffic. It was nuts. It was nuts. So please, please everybody, it, it's weird out there. Just be careful. Be safe. Protest peacefully. Let your voice be heard. But don't fucking break shit in the process i just 
it just takes away from the message i love you guys just i i just want you guys to be safe be good and, and let's just try to the president has covid what the fuck <laughs> okay guys all right i love you guys take care of yourself take care of your fellow human beings hjs for everybody Bye bye <laughs>